Hello everyone and welcome back to the Clockwork Cantina. I need to turn Daniel's camera on stream. That's my bad. He's there. Hello. Welcome to episode 160. I'm one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the other host of this show. I'm DT3. What's going on, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Sorry for the little bit of a late start. I, that's my fault. I overslept a little bit, but we're here now. Um, We didn't have a show last week. Uh, but we're having a show this week, and it is also like our, our four-year anniversary also this week, so or this past week. So, happy four-year anniversary to the podcast. Woo! On uh, on Friday, it was our, uh, our, our the actual day. Yeah. 19, so, that's cool. It has, it has officially been four years. Now, this episode is mostly going to be Guardians, I imagine. Yeah, it is. Uh, we're not really, I don't think we're gonna get too into the four years, but it's been four years, yeah, cool. yeah. But also, Guardians is gonna be an interesting to talk about because uh, it's a heck of a movie, I think. So, we'll get to yeah. that later for sure. That'll be in the our second half of the show, obviously, because we want to do over all the stuff first half of the show that you guys yeah. would stick we around a, for. We got a couple of week, weeks worth of news to get to first for sure, yeah. Um. But yeah, before we before we get to that part of the show, let's hop into what we've been up to the past two weeks. DT, what have you been up to the past couple of weeks, buddy? I've been watching a lot of TV. I've been <laughs> watching a lot of movies and playing some games, man. So let's get to that. Uh, so I watched, uh, let's see, Creed 3. Uh... What other movies did I watch? I watched uh, Oink. I watched Evil Dead Arise. Dope. From 2015. Missing. Uh, Young Guns 1 and 2. Uh, I watched Searching. Um, I watched Batman vs. Two-Face. The... Uh, like 60s animated Batman stuff, which is like the last thing that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Adam West. I almost said Burt Ward, but Adam West. It's the last thing Adam West did as a, uh, you know, for, for Batman. And I, and I'm, I almost want to say the last thing he did, like ever. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool. I enjoyed it. If you like 60s Batman, you'll have fun with that, with those animated movies for sure. They're a lot of fun. Um, I watched Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I Man, it's watched... been a minute since I saw that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> movie. I watched Office Space. Uh, I watched Book Smart, and then I finally watched Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania since it was on uh, Disney Plus finally as well. So, <laughs> oh, and the Super Mario's uh Super Mario Bros movie. So I watching a lot of a lot of movies some some more recent some not so much but for the most part they've been pretty good the stuff that i've watched um uh tv show wise watched another episode of your boy kong ming i kind of haven't really been keeping up with that i gotta finish it it's just it's only one season but i've just been watching so much other tv like finally finished Azure's evil dead saw the entire third season finally got through with it overall pretty good show i um i could totally have seen them do another season after that 
but I guess the numbers weren't doing well since like season two, so they just decided to not move forward with it, which is uh, you know, it is what it is. I know Bruce Campbell's kind of done with the character now too, so I know he don't want to mess around with that anymore. But it was a good run, I would say, for that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um. I watched all of Good Omens season one, so fully caught up on that. For ready for season two. Oh, another movie I forgot to mention was Air. I watched Air. That was pretty good too. Damn, I was so much. Mind- you watched a lot, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched The Bear season one also. So Hell yeah. we have we got the trailer for season two to watch today in the notes, uh, which is gonna be interesting. I'm really curious. Uh, I've caught up on that. Uh, watched the first three episodes of Carnival Row season one, so that's the next show I started. And then, uh, I am we're caught up on Ted Lasso, so the current season we're behind a couple episodes, but fully caught up now and ready for more video game wise. I'm playing a lot of Fortnite. Because of the Star Wars event, I've uh, been playing a little bit of Valorant. I participated in the uh, most recent uh, server, whatever the hell they called it for Diablo Four, the beta, the, the beta again, the the stress test, daily stress the, test, server, yeah, server slam. That's what, server it slam. Server That's what it was. I participated in the server slam. I killed the world boss. So give me my shit when the game comes out. Uh, and of course, I got the level twenty wolf whenever I. Played the game the first time. Yeah. Um, I played Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, a Wonderland's one-shot adventure, on stream. Played it, beat it, done. Uh, played a little bit of Starship Troopers Extermination. That game is really fun. Uh, especially if you where you're playing with friends, you get into the whole kind of like role-playing kind of dealio. And it makes me want to watch that Roughneck series that I never watched with the crappy fucking like Beast Wars <laughs> animation. Yeah. Because I've never seen it, so I'm like, I want to watch it now. I remember seeing I- parts of it as a kid and thinking, that shit is hype, but that's a kid thinking. I don't know how it is now. Yeah. <laughs> I never I never watched it, so I'm, I'm curious to, to, to try it out. But yeah, that game's been fun. And uh, speaking of which, we're gonna we're gonna co-stream that on Friday, so that that should we be are. And then uh, PUBG, I I reinstalled PUBG because a friend was like, "Yeah, look what I'm playing," and then like a few of us decided <laughs> to reinstall it. So there we are again. Look at what you did, friend. You know who you are. <laughs> and then on stream last week, I started uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. And holy shit, what a game, dude. I'm only three chapters in, and I'm fucking loving this game. And I've never played the Final Fantasy game ever, apart from, like, maybe a little bit of Final Fantasy X on the PS2 back in the day. But, like, mm-hmm. I, and then, like, the only other game that would count, I guess, is the Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, what is it? The, 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 the MMO. That, but like other than that, I've never played a Final Fantasy game. So this is so this is what I would consider to be my first like full playthrough and full game of a Final Fantasy. And uh it's been fucking great. I'm only three chapters into it, but I'm loving it so far. It's really, really good. So 
definitely strong recommend to everybody who hasn't played it and as well as you, Josh. Definitely when you get the chance to play it because it's I'm enjoying it, man. I am really, I'm really going enjoying to. it. It's it's awesome. I got I gotta play like some I said, other stuff. I'm only I'm, I'm only sure. three chapters in and it's so good. I got my copy right there though. It's right over there. Um but yeah, that's uh been pretty much what I've been up to. Um, watching a lot of things, man. Going through a lot of TV, which like up until this point in the year, I had really only been watching like movies pretty hardcore. But now I'm like starting to get into the flow of TV shows, and man, it's it's nice when you just get into the flow and just start knocking stuff off your list. Like some of these shows have been out for years, and I'm like finally I've seen them. They're done. I'm- I can. You know, get, when get you, through it. When you decided you know. to watch The Bear, I was so excited because I any of you that watch the show know I love The Bear. So them watching The Bear and them do, doing exactly what I did, which is they watched it all in one night, by the way, <laughs> was pretty dope. <laughs> I mean, it's like easy to like ingest, dude. It's only like half hour episodes. There's only eight it's of them. super easy. And then like and then like one of those episodes was even shorter. It was like only like 20 minutes or something. But you'll. Yeah. But it was it was it was an episode. It, it you'll, feels you'll long though. No. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, that's that's been pretty much what I've been up to. Uh, how about yourself? All right, for me, I am all caught up on the old Ted Lasso. Same as DT. Um, I watched the bear. Uh, again with them so i have watched it again which is odd for me to watch a show like so quickly again but i did because i love the bear a lot and we're gonna get to watch the season two trailer today so that's gonna be fun yeah I'm looking forward uh, to that. movies i don't i haven't been watching a lot lately but i did watch the super mario brothers movie and i liked it it was fun uh I love all the references and all the Easter eggs they had in there for people and the music would hit when it needed to hit and all that cool shit. It's a pretty good movie. Peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> You're right. Um, so good, yeah. Man. Um, dice making stuff. I've been making some dice for somebody. I, I need to finish those up after we're done with the show today. Actually, I have to go down there and clean them up one last time. But then those will be done, and I, I can start making some of my own projects again. I've been working on commissions nonstop, feels like, lately. Yeah, you've been kind of busy with that stuff, huh? Yeah. It's like, uh, like which... here's, somebody wants to make this dice, and here's this dice, and then, oh, shit, here you go, make these and those. By the way, guys, so, I take commissions. I'm a dice maker. Feel free to hit me up. Just saying. I gotta buy video games and food. Um, all, the, all the bitch games. In terms of gaming, Starship Troopers, obviously, been playing that a little bit off stream. Uh, I haven't streamed anything, so I guess it, by default it's off stream. Uh, but we will be streaming that Friday, probably around 3 p.m. Eastern time, uh, which I think is usually DT's start time for us on the yes. East Coast. So we'll be group streaming that. I can't wait. That's going to be fun. I'm sure we'll get up to some shenanigans. I'm sure there's no telling. Whenever we stream things together, Things always happen. I get blown up or uh It'll it'll be fun, man. It'll be fun. Yeah, we get some clippable moments whenever we do co streams. Um and then the the biggest thing I've been doing lately is playing Dragon Age Inquisition, like again. 
Like I've downloaded, I was like, I want a game I can play off stream. I've played it before, so it doesn't really make a lot of sense to stream it again. Um, I've never done the DLCs for it, and I just went. I, I've I've turned on some of the trials. Like uh, the enemies are, are level level with me, so they're always either the same level or above me, and stuff like that. It's fun to go through it again. Um, I, I don't think I've played it since it came out, which was in when did it come out? I'm gonna look that up really quick. Since 2014. Wow. And I never played any of the DLCs. Um, so has it even I, been out that long? I, I, it has, man. Initial release date was Damn. November 18th, 2014. Inquisition? Yeah. Damn. Well, I guess the first one did come out, what, 09? And the uh, second one would have been like a couple bit, years yeah. after that. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. I guess. Damn. That means, which means it's about to be 10 years since that game yeah. came out almost. Which means what Dragon Age fuck? 4 is like way late. Not yeah. way late, but no. Like they were yeah, doing I mean, other things. In, and In comparison, yeah. Yeah. That's nuts, dude. They also did do DLCs and story DLCs that came out. I don't know when they came out. Like the last one that sets up the fourth game, and it does set up the fourth, because this is one of the things I hated at the time. Dragon Age had this habit of doing DLCs, side tangent, DLCs that would set up the next game, and then you'd have to go buy those DLCs, or you, you felt like you were missing something out on the next game. So they did that for two. They did that for the first one, really. But, they, but it was an expansion pack. This was in the first game, it was an expansion pack, so it didn't feel as bad. Um, it wasn't just a DLC. And then Inquisition also had a DLC that sets up the fourth game-ish. Ties up some loose ends. Um, but yeah, it's been like fucking almost 10 years without a Dragon Age 4. And it's looking like we're not going to get a Dragon Age 4 till like next year. So we'll see. I, I hope we get some news this year on it. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of gaming news going to be happening in the next couple of weeks and months. So I'm oh, curious. Yeah, yeah. yeah to what we'll be seeing there lots of, uh, lots of stuff hopefully some good stuff within that too yeah yeah but yeah i'm playing a mage I, i've never i don't usually play like uh magey magic classes i'm always like a melee or rogue in your face fighter type character but i thought you know what fuck it dude i'm gonna be a mage this time especially in in inquisition because there's things out there that makes more sense for your character to kind of be a mage in, in that game so uh it's a, it's a, it's a good time. It's fun, uh, you know. Like, it's funny because, like, after all these years and all the things I know about it, like, like the mount. I saw this on Twitter, like a few weeks ago. They were talking about this. It's like the mount. So there's mounts in the game that you can get and ride, right? And they can either sprint or walk. But on Twitter, the devs are like, yeah, but there's no difference in speed between them. All we did was add some wavy lines and change the camera angle. But they go pretty much the exact same speed just because of the tech that they were using at the time. They couldn't make it go faster. So they did little tips and tricks and shit like that to like try to trick you to make it think it's going faster than it is. I never think about that shit, but it always felt that way. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. I've I've been playing uh, Inquisition off stream and hanging out with the gang every night in Discord and uh, 
all all that all that fun uh uh shenanigans uh yes sir yeah um i think that's about it i've been catching up on some sleep but it ain't really like as you can tell i was late today due to sleep um but that's because i woke up and fell back asleep and that's not my fault okay my body does what it wants to do and it don't listen to me it refuses um uh but yeah that's that's what i've been up to the past week yeah so so if we want to go ahead and hit the gaming news bud let's get yeah into let's it. do it before we get in though i just want to give a, a salute to mr ray stevenson man r.i.p dude because that I, I saw that, that news oh man dude, that shit caught everybody off guard man like it's it's insane because he looked he looked good like a month ago at celebration bro it's just it, it just goes to show like how like you could be good one moment and then not the next, dude. Life is a bitch, bro. Like yeah, that is see, that, insane. I was shocked by it because I I woke up, I messaged DT, hey, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna get up and turn the computer on. I just woke up because I I always like try to let DT know if something's going on, obviously. Um, because I I always have the laptop by my bed because I watch like TV shows on it while I'm sleeping and I have Discord up on it and. And I, I woke up and I was I, I turned the computer on. I had to go out and I had to take the dog out really quick. She was busting to go out and my nephew's not here right now. So I had to take her out and I came in, started up the stream. I was looking in Discord because I always get caught up on Discord because I'm a fucking busy person all the time. And I was looking at a chat and I saw I think it was Katie had posted it or Katie yeah. or Dora at some one of them had posted it in one of the Discord channels. And I was I saw it and I was like, Oh my god. Like I can't believe. Like I, mean, I just I I cuz I love Ray. Like I love him in like so it, many things. Uh man, I I'm, I'm I'm still shocked by it and it sucks. Insane, like that it sucks so bad, dude. Like he uh, man. Like I got to say he looks so he looked great. Uh you know, he or he looked good like uh, about a month ago or however long ago it was from celebration and it's just he was so excited and you know, he was like filming another movie and it just, man, it, it, it life sucks, dude. Um, but yeah, like apparently he was like, he didn't, he didn't feel well, like on Saturday and then like from Saturday to Sunday, man, Sunday, he just, you know, I don't know what the hell happened that he just, that was it, dude. And then now today on Monday, we are finding out that this happened. So it's. Brutal, man. Brutal, brutal shit out there, you know? Yeah. Just, you know, my reminder to live life to the fullest because you never know when you could be here. I mean, you're here one moment and the next you're not, so. Yeah. And he's pretty young and he was in shape, dude. 58, man. 58. That's, that's, uh. It's shitty because there's nothing you can do about it, right? Like, it's like. God, you want to change it so bad, but that's just life, man. You never know. You just never know. It's like when yeah. Ray Liotta passed away, man. Like, you just never know. It's awful. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, and also like not long ago, Lance Reddick, dude. Like, it's just yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. Being a rough year again. Nope. All right. Anyway, we can move on to the news now. I just wanted Let's, to salute that yeah, man. No. He's 
you know, he's been a lot of great characters that we've seen over the years, you know. And, uh, sure. You know, and now Ahsoka's going to hit different with it when we see him in it. Dude. Yeah. It's going to be rough, but, you know, much love and, 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 and all, and, you know, respect to his family and, and loved ones and all that. Cause, yeah. All right. So we got two weeks worth of news to catch up on. Let's hit it. So the first thing we have here is that Payday 3 gameplay is going to premiere this summer. Uh, which is probably going to be next month, if I had to imagine, uh, at the Summer Game Fest. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Uh, and they and they put out a little bit of a teaser here. It's very short, but it pretty much is just saying that there's going to be... Uh, There's gonna be footage, or they're gonna show us something. Yeah. So if you want to throw that up really quickly, it'll be over like yeah, pretty much instantaneously. But I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, go. All right, guys, it's a simple job. Chains, get the trailer. And it's over, just like that. Yep. That's pretty exciting. We played the shit out of some Payday back in the day. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember. And two. Payday 1 and 2. Shit, made me want to download 2 and play it again. I know, huh? Do I, I mean, shit, do I even have it installed? I don't know. I don't I don't think I do. I think I uninstalled it. Oh, I, 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 I still have it installed, so I could play it if people are... I mean, I'm down to play it if people are, but anyway. Games are too um, big. <laughs> uh, so yeah, coming out this summer. Looking forward to seeing that what that looks like. Um, yeah. the, first, the second game came out how long ago now? Like it's been a while, huh? Oh, let me. I'm gonna look really quick. Let me look this up. Payday two, 2013. Damn, ten years. Yeah. Shit, we still played the fuck out of it though. Been a minute. All right. That's the Moving on to the next thing, we have an exclusive report coming to us from Insider Gaming. They say that uh, Sony is planning on their next handheld, uh, you know, their next their next handheld, basically. Um, yeah. So they say that it's in development. They codename it the Q Light. Uh, the next PlayStation handheld is the next piece of Sony hardware that aims to be yet another piece of hardware that requires a PS5. Insider Gaming understands that the Q Light is not a cloud streaming device, but instead uses remote play with the PS5. A feature the console giant has been pushing these past couple weeks. As for the physical features, early prototypes show the console will look a lot like the PS5 controller, but with a massive 8-inch LCD touchscreen in the center. The device sports adaptive triggers for haptic feedback and will include what you will would come to expect from the handheld. Volume buttons, speakers, audio input jack, etc. Insider Gaming understands that QLite is in its QA phase and is scheduled to release before the PS5 Pro and after the detachable P, uh, the disk drive PS5. 
Uh, as previously, previously mentioned by industry insider Jeff Grubb, Sony is planning to announce its second phase of the PS5, which is in reference to the, its future game slate. Uh, along with uh, the new detachable disc drive PS5, Project Nomad, uh, wireless headphones, Project Voyager, which is a wireless headset, and then the Q-Lite, all scheduled to release within a very short period. It's understood that the PS5 Pro is aiming for a holiday 2024 release. So a lot of this is uh, they're planning on doing here within the next like couple years or so. And it makes me wonder if they're going to talk about any of this stuff same here at the uh on Wednesday's event which we're going to be we're going to be watching by the way if you guys want to check out. Yeah. We're going to be we're going to be streaming that talking about it and all that good stuff. I'm just sitting here thinking like about that. the the it's a handheld but it's for remote play only but like when people have handhelds they like to go out and do shit, right? And that's like the whole point. If you have a handheld and it's just doing remote play, wouldn't you be doing that at home? Am I wrong? Like, is it? Because they're like, it's not cloud gaming. Because if it's cloud gaming, you'd use the internet, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, know. I guess we'll have to learn more about it. Because it's like, because the way it sounds feels like, weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way it sounds is like, who are they targeting? People who want to play games in their bathtub or something? Like, like <laughs> yeah, right. Well, taking like, a shit. Like, what's going yeah. on, man? I, 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 I can't stop this boss fight. I'm in the flow, dude. I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I, I gotta go take it. I gotta go. Give me I gotta go. But I, but, but I gotta, go but I gotta take this with me. I gotta continue. I can't stop. That's like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the plan is. I mean, again, we were just learning about this, and this is like you know rumored report, you know. So yeah. We'll have to see like what actually it is gonna be or how it's gonna work, but yeah, as of right now, it's just kind of hard to yeah need more details. Like, yeah, but it's interesting that Sony's wanting to get back into the handheld stuff because I mean, I want to say their last handheld was the Vita, right? Yeah, the PS Vita, which I never I never got one of those. I remember wanting one because I used to have a PSP. I, and I was like, too. man, I want a Vita, and I just never got one. My oldest nephew had one. I've got to play, I played Killzone on it or something for a little bit, and then he took it back. Ooh, jerk! Mm. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> what a what a jerk! I want to play that thing. Come on, yeah. I don't think I've ever. I th- well, actually no. That's I think I may have seen one in person, but it's like one of those things where it's like I have rarely seen one in person. Yeah, yeah. I remember always wanting one though, like especially when it first came out. I remember going to Best Buy and it's like right there, and I'm like, man. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking to say. Remember going to Best Buy and they'd have handhelds and you could touch them yeah. and play them and all that. Yeah, shit, I do. Dude. I sure <laughs> do. Because that's because that's that's where I distinctly distinctively remember seeing one, and I'm like, damn, I would I want one of these. Because again, I used to have a PSP at the time, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, I would love to have a fucking PS Vita. But anyway. Yeah, just we'll we'll see. I guess maybe they'll talk about it on Wednesday. Maybe they won't. We'll have to uh, wait and see. Um, let's talk about let's switch gears and go from PlayStation to Xbox. Starfield's ESRB rating reveals drugs, in-game purchases, and jetpack sex. Oh Aww. yeah, we fucking let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. We'll have to wait until next month to get our big, uh, our next big look at Starfield. But the game's ESRB rating has appeared online and confirms it will include drugs, in-game purchases, and jetpack sex. 
The ESRB, or Entertainment Software Rating Board, has given Starfield an M for Mature 17+, plus for Blood, Strong Language, Suggestive Themes, Use of Drugs, and Violence. Many of these are pretty standard for an M-rated game, but the rating summary is filled with some very interesting details. First off, it comes... It confirms Starfield is an open-world role-playing game in which players assume the role of a miner tasked with finding artifacts across the galaxy. The next bit of text describes some more standard features, including Starfield allows for first- and third-person perspectives, and it will feature character interactions, quests, futuristic guns, lasers, axes, and explosives, and more. Then, the summary gives us some examples of suggestive material in the dialogue players will find in the game specifically after they share a bed with another character. The game contains some suggested material of the dialogue after sharing a bed with characters. Uh, an example, life is a sexually transmitted disease that, 100 per, that it's 100% fatal. I'm all for getting a little wild, but next time let's try it without the jetpacks. <laughs> Talk about seeing stars. Whew, that was amazing, the summary reads. So there's no full context. That may not be exactly as it sounds, but... Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll be having some jetpack sex. You know, you know, who knows? <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, you know, aside from that, Josh, I think it's cool that we also find out that this game is going to have first and third person and it's going to be, you know, you Makes get like sense. a little bit of a synopsis of, you know, it's an open world RPG where you get to find artifacts across the galaxy. You know, you're a miner and whatnot. So that kind of stuff sounds, uh, you know, interesting, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, how, how you feel about this? I'm, I'm not like hype because I temper my hype expectations most of the time now, especially when it comes to like, <laughs> like new releases and stuff. Yeah, new releases and depending on the company and all that. Like, so I'm interested in it i want to see a lot more of it than i've seen like we talk about this every time they do those fucking little little round tables but they never show the game i'm sure we're gonna see a shitload of the game next month because i think they have an event after uh i think the xbox thing right like um so that they're gonna show off a lot of starfield uh but it kind of has all the things I like. Like, I like space stuff. I like all the RPG stuff that's going to be in it. I like all the... Uh, it's going to be like Skyrim and space and, and shipbuilding and all that stuff. Like, all that is stuff that appeals to me. And I really, really... It's weird because there's like... Inside of me, there's a little kid, right? In my heart that's like, I really want to be excited about this. I want to be excited about it so bad. But adult me is like, remember, remember all the <laughs> failures remember. that happen. Remember the bugs that happen. Remember the rush things that when they come out, they're broken as shit that happen. I mean, shit, remember. even the game we, we, we recently <laughs> enjoyed, like Jedi Survivor, yes. has performance issues. So even games that are good that like, you know, we are looking forward to have issues. So it's like, there's, I feel like no game is... Isn't that kind of fucked up how there's like really no games nowadays that are like good to go at launch? Like that's right? fucked, dude. Right? Like, like, like why is that a thing, dude? I don't know. It's it's gotten real bad lately too, like real bad. Um and it's like it's sad that it's killing like 
my excitement for things, right? Like, I'm dreading game releases for things because it's like, I'm not going to be able to enjoy it at launch, probably. Like, I don't know how to describe it. They're killing my inner child. <laughs> like, they're killing, Damn. they're killing my inner excitement for things. I don't get, I don't, like, if somebody mentioned Dragon Age 4 to me right now, I wouldn't even be excited. Like, you know, like, I would want to be. But, like, the inside cynical mean part of you that comes out as you get a little bit older and you get all these life disappointments is, like, starting to take over a little bit because nobody's kind of really helping beat back on that, you know? Like, it's, 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 it's all, like, rushing things out, which makes no sense. It, it will definitely make not a lot of sense for Starfield after all of its delays to, to be fixed up and be, you know, they've delayed it and... Microsoft, I'm sure, is pouring money, more money into it. Like, it better hit it out of the park, or I'm gonna be pretty disappointed uh, when it comes to game releases. Um, so we'll we'll see, though. I guess we'll see. I want to be excited. How about you? How you feeling? I'm. I. I I'm not. I'm not really excited for like. Honestly, it's hard to be excited for any game these days. Like I was just yes. saying, but. But there are some games that I am looking forward to more than others, and I would say I'm kind of just like I don't know. It's one of those games that like I want to know more about and I want to see more of because at the same time, like everything we've seen of this game is always like here's Todd Howard and a couple other guys sitting around on a table talking about the game, and like we've seen very little about the actual game itself. And I know they're planning on doing its own showcase next month or whatever. So I'm waiting on that. But like the details we've heard here and there make it sound interesting. And then other stuff like we're going to have a thousand planets and each one is going to. It's like I. That that sounds cool, but like I don't have the time to go and explore each and every single one of those planets to go check stuff out, you know, like. How different is are things gonna be on each planet? Is it gonna be like fairly the same, with like slight differences everywhere you go? Because if so, then that just I don't need that many planets. I'd rather have less planets and have them be more unique from each other as opposed to having here is like all these like kind of like No Man's Sky, right? Where it's like here's all these different planets, but at a certain point they all kind of are the same, you know? Where it's like they're they're like randomly generated to an extent and then they're all kind of the same if you think really think about it so i don't know like stuff like that that's how i feel about it but overall for the game yeah i wouldn't say i'm excited for it i'm intrigued and um um like i'm i'm not on the negative side of it you know like i i still want to I just want to see more from the game itself. I want to know more details, and I know we're getting that, but we just, up until this point, that's just how I feel about it. And, you know, maybe uh, maybe the next thing they show us, I'll, I'll, I'll get more excited for it. But as of right now, it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like we've seen too little and, and heard all these things, but I haven't actually seen what they're going to look like or what it's going to be or, you know, how how it is going to be really. So. It's just been more talk than than show from them mm -hmm. at this point, and I kind of want to see. And I'm just I'm I'm just waiting on them to show us, which I know they are. So we're just waiting on that. And uh, yeah, but like I said, I'm not negative on the game. I just just want to see more. And 
the sound some of the things sound cool though but also like i'm not the biggest like like fallout is one of those series that i i'm talking about bethesda now but so like fallout is one of those series that i have been wanting to like but i just i really haven't been able to get into like i've tried a few of the games and i just i don't know man i just i want to like it but for whatever reason i just can't really get as into it as everybody else does um so some of the stuff that they've done i just i like i wish i was more into but i just i'm not so we'll see how this one compares to the rest really um so yeah Um, yeah. but okay. speaking of next month for June, Summer Game Fest is going to have more than 40 partners this time around, uh, that are going to be taking place in the activities and festivities. Uh, there's going to be a live showcase event at the YouTube theater over on June 8th. Um, they have tickets on sale. You can sign up for event alerts. But the, the partners, as we see here, uh, they've tweeted out an image. We're going to have Activision, Amazon Games, Annapurna, Bandai Namco, Behavior, Capcom, CD Projekt, Volver Digital, Digital Extremes, Disney, EA, Epic Games, Focus Entertainment, Gearbox Publishing, Grinding Gear Games, uh, Hoyoverse, Kabam, Larian Studios, Level Infinite, Magic the Gathering, NeoWiz, Netflix, Nexon, Niantic, Northern North Beach Games, Paradox Interactive, Pearl Abyss, Phoenix Labs, Play On, PlayStation, Pocket Pair, Razer, Samsung Gaming Hub, Second Dinner, Sega, Smilegate Entertainment, Square Enix, Steam, Techland, the Tribeca Festival, Ubisoft, Warner Brothers Games, and Xbox. They're all on the image right there that Josh has put up. So those are some pretty big uh, partners for 2023. Hmm. Um, very mm-hmm. uh, curious to see what Jeff and their team have in store for us this year. Uh, pretty dope. Pretty exciting. Looking forward to seeing what uh, you know what we're gonna gonna have this year. Um, I don't really have any expectations because you know. I always have in the past. I've had expectations, and and they, uh, you know, it's always disappointing when you don't see stuff. You're like, you know, we want to see. So, I've kind of just been of the mind frame or the mindset that I'm like, just show me what you got, and I'll, you know, either be excited for stuff or I won't. Yeah. So. Baldur's Gate's gonna be there because Solarian's there, and I'm pretty excited for that. So. Solarian, yeah. So we'll see, man. I don't know. I'm just gonna. I'm always looking forward to seeing what they have though every year. I'm always excited when they when they like announce stuff that we had no idea about. Cause it's always like, all right, you know. Like whenever we finally see GTA 6, it's like, all right, cool. We've heard about this game for years, but you know, we've known about it, right? Even yeah. though it'll be finally cool to see it. But whenever they're like, here's a game that like is brand new, and even the leakers and insiders and people that, you know, are in the business had no idea what's happening that's the type of shit that's like whoa dude so you know hopefully i always hope for stuff like that because it's like you know shit that comes out of nowhere that's surprising i always hope for that uh, and you can play it right now you know those are always hype as shit you know like they they usually do do that stuff too i mean shit the the last one i can remember was hi-fi rush right it's like Mm -hmm. 
they announced this game the day of and like you can play it later today and it's like whoa dude that's nuts that's cool but uh yeah interesting and exciting for this year's summer game fest oh yeah and i'm sure we'll be streaming that too probably like, oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah follow our channels follow dt follow me yeah 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 all that stuff if you want to watch us React and all the all that stuff. All right, we can move on to the next thing, which is that Amazon is making a Lord of the Rings MMO uh, again, which we know that uh, they were trying to in an earlier attempt and it was canceled. But the New World Studios is going to make a game based on the Hobbit and the book trilogy. Amazon Games has announced it's making a new massively multiplayer online game based on Lord of the Rings. Development is being led by New World Studio Amazon Games Orange County. This is a new, all new production, separate from an earlier attempt to make a Lord of the Rings MMO that was canceled by Amazon in 2021. The game will be an open world MMO adventure in a persistent world set in Middle Earth, featuring the beloved stories of the Hobbit. Lord of the Rings literary trilogy, according to Amazon's release. Uh, it's early in development and likely several years away, but will be coming to PC and consoles. And that's it in terms of details. Um, but obviously we know that uh, Amazon struck a deal with uh, the Embracer Group, which uh, hold the rights to all the, you know, Middle Earth, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit stuff. Um, and we know that Amazon has the Rings of Power show going on as well, uh, which is set in an earlier time frame of the universe. But uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all we know is that they're working on another MMO because their first attempt was canceled. But they're trying it again. How do you feel about this, Josh? As probably the more experienced, M well, no, definitely the more experienced MMO player between the two of us. Um, <clears throat> it can be exciting like one. like lord of the rings is a massive setting right like there's a lot of potential yeah. there for another mmo because there already is one out there that you can play right now it is just really old at this point uh but it's still got a player base people still love it i think when the, the this got announced they put out a statement about it um uh but but yeah it, it'll be cool to see a, a, a modern I'm sorry, old MMO Lord of the Rings. I can't get in. You're so old at this point. Yeah, I just can't. that's that's how uh, I feel about some some of these older games. Like, man, I would like to try them, but they just they look they just feel and, and look and are. And don't old. get me wrong. I respect that old Lord of the Rings MMO. All the people that are able to play it and keep that game alive. Hats off to you for for keeping that game alive because that game is old and I, it's not like it's a big massive. Uh, thing kind of like you know a WoW or a for, or Final Fantasy type. It's more like a I feel like a Swotor type uh, MMO in terms of of size, and not necessarily in terms of like support, uh, not support support, but you know what I mean. Like, but but I think it'll be uh, interesting. I think it'll be fun. Um, it'll probably be fun to play with friends. I imagine they'll have raids. I imagine, uh, you know, and maybe they'll have like. Maybe you take part in the Battle of Helm's Deep as like a raid or something. Wouldn't that be interesting and cool? That would be 
or something yeah. like that. Like, like I don't know exactly what it would be. I'm just using that as an example, but a, a modern Lord of the Rings MMO would be kind of cool. And I know you're not a big MMO player, but would you check something like this out? Maybe I would. Yeah, I, w- I would check it out because I like. Uh, you know, there are some MMOs that I do like. The thing, um, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously not. I've not played as many as you have, and I'm not, I don't really play them like you do, but I do jump into them from time to time. They they can they could be fun. Um, but being the the Lord of the Rings fan that I am, I would definitely give it a shot and and try it out for a little bit. I mean, I I think it could be pretty cool depending on how they do it. They're planning on doing it at least from what we read off of the um the hobbit and lord of the rings trilogy so they're really leaning towards i guess the book side of things instead of like the 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 movies um so that could be interesting i don't know how you know it all depends like it's it's hard to to kind of like get too excited about it but just like based off the fact that they're doing a lord of the rings one i think it's a good thing because i mean you know, it's a good universe to to do one in, and yeah, I mean, just off of that, I'd be willing to give it a try, give it a shot. But depends on how it actually is going to be and all that, you know. So yeah, for sure. I think it's good though. I think it's I think it's good news that they're working on one though, for sure. All right, moving on from that. Um. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has or is the fastest selling entry in series history. So the game has, hasn't even been out for that long. But already, ten, over 10 million copies of the game have been sold within the first three days of the release. And this was like already, a, this was posted already several days ago. So, I mean, almost a week ago, I would say so. Like who knows how many more have sold since then? But... Probably triple. <laughs> yeah, so that's nuts. That like already with like less than less than a week with its release and shit has already been you know sold like crazy. Or I guess no, it's been over a week since it came out. But but uh, you know, crazy, crazy how how much it's sold over already. Like for it to be the fastest selling, you know game in the in the in the series history that's kind of nuts dude because zelda's a pretty big uh franchise you know well good for them man good for all the zelda fans out there i i, yeah. I like uh, i like zelda as well but i just haven't i haven't gotten this game yet i'll get it eventually it's just nintendo games uh you know uh they don't like to go on sale and then and now that there's $70, it's going to take me uh, forever to get one of these games, I feel like. So I'm just going to wait. And, uh, you know, I'll let others who are, you know, playing it right now enjoy it and, and, and have fun with it. And I've heard nothing but good things about it. So that's that's good. You know, that is, that is really good. I'm glad for, uh, for, for everybody playing it and having fun with it and enjoying it. Yeah, it's it's been uh, been good. 
Sure. We can move on, however. Yeah, let's hit it. So we were saying earlier how they play, um, how Sony is and PlayStation is going to be having their own showcase on Wednesday. Um, the PlayStation showcase will be live this Wednesday, so in two days from now, uh, May twenty fourth at one p.m. Pacific time, which is uh, right about now. Yeah. Uh really. Uh in two days as at the time of this filming. Uh and they say that a wealth of new games and IP are headed to PS5 and PSVR two. They say it's almost time to see what's next. PlayStation Showcase broadcast live Wednesday, May twenty fourth at one PM Pacific time. The show will run a bit over an hour. Focusing on PS5 and PSVR 2 games in development from top studios around the world. Expect a glimpse at several new creations from PlayStation Studios, as well as spellbinding games from our third-party partners and creators. Uh, so, yeah. That'll be fun. I always like checking that stuff out. We'll see what kind of things they'll have for us to get excited about. Uh, hopefully, there'll be some stuff, because there's been showcases in the past where i'm like none of this is i'm you know none of this is, does anything for me so yeah so hopefully we'll have yeah. something this time uh next up mortal kombat one ushers in a new era this September. So we have our reveal trailer for Mortal Kombat 1. I actually have not really seen this yet. I've seen like glimpses of it. I've seen it. But I haven't actually seen the whole thing. I was waiting to watch it here for the podcast with you all. Uh, so we're going to watch it. We're going to check it out and we'll give our thoughts on it. So, Josh, when you're ready, let me know. Man, we'll five and ready. Man. All right. Three, two, one go it is time wb games presents a nether realm studios production time to wake up to so just based off of this this looks pretty good like looks like looks wise like man painted in with warmth. Mm -hmm. that is uh in my new era, that's a lovely looking game. Is yours. Whether to live in quiet serenity. I guess the game is gonna look this good too, right? This is this is this is a cinematic, but like is this gonna look like this too? The game gonna look like this too? It probably will. Here's the thing with fighting games I've noticed. Because they don't because it's a fighting game, right? Like they're not going all over the world, so they're not having to put a bunch of resources. Yeah. Into that, they can just make the games look really good. So games will end up fighting games always end up looking just fantastic because of that reason. Or united as brothers. But a storm is brewing. 
discover. It's my boy Liu Kang. That even in this new era, one constant remains. There is always something worth fighting for. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Oh god. Oh god, Why? the eye one. The eye one's awful. <laughs> Damn. That that kick where he's like going toward like like swinging towards him and he like drops him down. That's just great. Policy trailer. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> That shit is wild, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. Damn. Fuck. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> bro, he fucking held them together, grabbed his head, and split that motherfucker in half, dude. Jeez. Luke Kang don't fuck around, bro. Jeez, man. That's that's crazy. I mean, that that's that's how that is Mortal Kombat, but man wild uh so now that we've seen that that was my that was my first time like watching it really so so that's nuts but uh from an official press release the following fighters are confirmed Liu Kang Scorpion Sub-Zero Katana Melina Kung Lao Raiden Johnny Cage and as a pre-order bonus Shang Tsung so Josh, I know you're, you're you're kind of a Mortal Kombat guy, right? Is you, you gonna get this game? Or are you gonna wait? Or, or what do you think, man? I want to, but you know, it's it, money is, Josh, is always Josh, the issue. Gotta, gotta, <laughs> jo so guys, Josh, Josh's commissions for dice, you know? You wanna, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You wanna, you wanna, <laughs> you wanna make some, you know, help a boy out. You, know? you get something in exchange for it. Um, yeah. So it's not just you'll giving help, me money. <laughs> you'll help him out. You'll help yourself out by having some cool dice, man. man. Or somebody you know, you know. Uh, but yeah, I am interested in it because I look, the last couple of Mortal Kombat's have had some banger stories. Like, no joke. Like, if you um, haven't watched the 10 or 11, like, just a playthrough of it, it's not long. Go watch it because, like, it's like watching a movie at times. Like, the stories on them are really good. You know, this one follows up like this is spoilers from fucking 11 right here. Just watching this trailer because, you know, it even says following up on the conclusion of both Mortal Kombat 11 and its aftermath expansion because it had an expansion pack. Liu Kang is now an all powerful fire god that rules over the reset timeline that he has created. So it is a complete like. It's not it's a it's a, I call, it's a soft reboot because it's the only person that really probably is going to remember anything is going to be Liu Kang and he's a god at this point and like he is he is uh reset the timeline so it's 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 going to be uh really interesting on what changes cuz this is a good chance for them to change things up right like you see a lot of the 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 characters in that trailer like here's Sub-Zero and Scorpion again but they look almost like identical twins now. Like, are they actually brothers? Like, what's the deal here? Um, you see uh, Katana and Melina riding around in a cart. Uh, are they close, like, family again? Or are they going to be rivals again? You know, like, what? what's the deal going to be? Um, so it's it's a good chance for, like, 
to to kind of reset that and make changes that they may have wanted to make for a while and couldn't just because they were kind of locked into a lure a lure uh, setting or all of this like the 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 vibes of the trailer are like it looks old world kind of but there's also like electric fans and electricity electric lights in the background you know like it's all stuff in the back you have to look at that trailer really closely to notice it is it going to be like a more modern even more modern Mortal Kombat, a future Mortal Kombat. Is it going to be like a, a modern old Mortal Kombat, you know, with like here's a setting that looks old, but it's got modern necessities like electricity and stuff. So I don't know, man. Mortal Kombat always has had a special place in my heart um, just because I, I play in the game as a kid, even though you're just not supposed to. Um, uh, was always fun. I get like going over to my cousin's house and we'd be playing Mortal Kombat, you know, or going to the going to Pizza Hut and playing Mortal Kombat on the arcades. Hey, hell yeah, dude! You know, like uh, I've always liked it. I've always been fascinated by like the stories it tells too. Because I'm like, look, guys, Mortal Kombat lore goes deep. No joke. Like you look this shit up, it goes deep. Alternate timelines, comic books. Uh, multiple movies, uh, a animated show, like there's a lot in the in the Mortal Kombat world. Um, so yes, to be honest with you, I am looking forward to this again. I try not to get excited about things, but to be honest, Mortal Kombat has never really missed with a game, to, in my opinion, hey, in terms of performance. So it ain't never let me down. Yeah, I get you. But if I don't get it, I'll be watching people play at least the story mode because that stuff is always cool. So if you do, which one are you gonna get? The the standard edition for sixty nine ninety nine, the premium edition for one hundred nine ninety nine, or the collector's edition for two hundred forty nine ninety nine? You get a cool uh, statue geez. in that. The statue for the two fifty is neat, but uh, no, nah, I'd just probably buy the standard. Although that, yeah, that Jean-Claude Van Damme character skin for Johnny Cage would be pretty funny, though. That, that's hilarious, yeah. They finally put him in. Jean-Claude Van Damme character skin for Johnny Cage. Yep. These, which you can get in the combat pack. They have, cameo, they have what they're going to call cameo fighters, and I have no idea what that actually I mean, is. They're probably going to be more like, like, skin, like Jean-Claude Van Damme skins, right? I'd imagine. I guess I don't know for, for other characters like they'll be like here's the because know, they call it a whole new actor. feature I don't know oh, what really? that means yeah it says introduces a new feature called cameo fighter oh a unique roster of partner fighters that assist players during matches I guess that must be what it is oh, okay. I guess I should have finished oh. reading instead of talking uh... <laughs> yeah okay. Roger. uh well, we can move on then. Uh, Lords of the Fallen is coming on October, Friday the 13th. Um, they dropped the trailer, showing off a bit more stuff as well for the gameplay, if you want to check that out. Watch it, why not? Um, so yeah, let's check it out. It's kind of a beefy trailer here, man. It's almost four minutes long. But let's check it out in three, two, one, go. Mornstead has fallen. 
its great army decimated by the legions of Adir, the demon god. Oh, man. One light still flickers in the ever-growing gloom. The light of the Dark Crusader. Not the Dark Crusader. like uh, Kylo Ren and Hux visiting Snoke when he was a giant hologram. Mm -hmm. Idir's darkness threatens to desolate our world. Ascend to order my child. Gross. His holy redeemer. It's a fancy looking glove. In light we walk. In light we walk. Burn their very souls to ash. Man. That's a huge bitch. Sacrosanct with the mark of the Dark Crusaders. I am a man who walks alone. And when I'm walking Wow. The Dear Game Dev, stop using copyrighted music in your trailers, please. <laughs> Great potential dwells within you, doubtless. For you to be chosen thusly. Blah, 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 blah. First thing you do with that glove is uh, gonna slap some people. That'd be a hell of a hell of a slap, dude. It's got rings on it too. I was gonna say, Majin, I wonder what you, how you feel about this game, because I know this is your like this, this is like your type of stuff, right? Here. Oh man, they're being real edgy with this music. Okay. Yeah. Continue to Dun -dun. Look at this lady with her big red wings. Oh, what the hell is that? That looks like something out of Elden Ring. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you're not wrong. A lot of some of this game, so there's stuff in this game that definitely reminds me of something you'd see in Elden Ring. Yeah, I'll be honest. I went ahead and muted this trailer. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, it's all good. Look, that's that's rip off Melania right there, dude. It definitely is, bro. That's just that's kind of blatant. Who thought that was a good idea? Yeah, I don't know, man. That that trailer feels so try hard, like to me. I kind of, I kind of agree with what Maja said. I think they're, they're like trying to, trying to bank in on Elden Ring, dude. Feels that way. Cause, Cause that looks super, uh, super Elden Ring ish.
It does. If it's a hit, fine. But at the same time, that trailer tries so hard with copyright music and like all this shit that does not need to be in it. Actually, that's a whole complaint I'm going to have. Game Dev, stop using copyright music in your fucking trailers. It makes it so hard to get hype or watch it, man. Like, I literally have to mute the video. Ugh. All right. Well, we can move on from that. We got another thing here, which is, well, the last thing I have for the, for the gaming news, which is Frankie Ward put out a tweet on her Twitter, obviously, saying that this year's PC gaming show will be, they'll be uncovering a whopping 51 games. And they're going to be using AI to make the show more epic than ever. Mark your calendars for June 11th. So the PC gaming show will be on June 11th this year. We're going to have lots of uh, uh, things. 15 game announcements featuring 55 games from studios all over the world. Uh, there's a good chance you'll see. Uh, there's a game you're going to hear more about. There's a good chance you'll see more of it at the show. Uh, they're talking appearances from Baldur's Gate 3, Frostpunk 2, Dune Awakening, a brand new Ooh. game from Clay, Doom. and a uh, yep, bunch of other games. So we will see. This starts also at 1 p.m. Pacific over on uh, June 11th. So, yeah. I'll tell you how, Majin. I guarantee you they're going to be making fun of AI throughout the entire show. I bet you a million dollars that's what they're doing. I bet it's going to be them making fun of AI throughout the entire show. I would be surprised if that is not it. <laughs> I could see that being the case. Because that's usually how the PC gaming show is. They always have the robot dude, right? Or they had that yeah. robot dude that one time. That was they had like the robot silly dude last and goofy. Year, I don't remember when, when he was there, but yeah. Whichever yeah. one he was there. They always do kind of funny, silly shit with that. I guarantee you that they're going to be making fun of AI. Mm. But yeah, that's exciting. Right. Uh, I, I can't wait for the PC gaming show. It's like... For all the hype and, and, and all the other stuff that we get out of it, right? Uh, out of all the other gaming conferences, like the Xbox thing and PlayStation thing and Summer Games Fest in general. Honestly, PC gaming show is usually the show that has all the things I'm most interested in because it appeals yeah. to me. Because I feel like it's like a little bit for the older generation a little bit. So uh, that's exciting. All right, we can move on to next DT. All right, moving on. TV news. Are you ready? I'm ready. I've swapped the text over. Just OBS is being slow. All righty then. So we are on the television news. So the first thing we have here is that um, Black Mirror Season 6 has unveiled titles and plot synopsis for the new episode. So we have, uh, let's see, six, no, one two three four five five episodes and uh we have uh yeah title synopsis who's gonna be in it um so have you uh, remind remind me josh have you have you seen black mirror and, and if so like what have you I seen have not i have not seen any not. Of it. okay not an episode okay so what you need to know about this then the, the show is that it's I mean you probably already know this, but it's um it's like it's an anthology. Each episode is its own 
thing so you don't have to watch them in order you can just watch them however you want because they're all different yeah and they all have like a bunch of you know different actors for each one and all that but anyway so the first episode is called joan is awful an average woman is stunned to discover a global streaming platform uh, to discover a global streaming platform has launched a prestige TV drama adaptation of her life in which she is portrayed by Hollywood A-lister Salma Hayek. Directed by Ali Panku. Panku. Panky. Panky. I don't know how to say that last name. Apologies. I, I'm very sorry. But I tried. Uh, written by Charlie Broker. Starring Annie Murphy, Salma Hayek, Penault. Michael Sarah, Himesh Patel, Rob Delaney, and Ben Barnes. The next one is called Locke Henry. A young couple travel to a sleepy Scottish town to start work on a genteel nature documentary, but find themselves drawn to a local story, a juicy local story involving shocking events of the past. Directed by Sam Miller, written by Charlie Broker, or Brooker, uh, starring Samuel Blinken, uh, Mahila, Harold, Daniel Portman, John Hanna, and My- Monica Dolan. Uh, the next one is called Beyond the Sea. Set in an alternative 1969, two men on a perilous high-tech mission wrestle with the consequences of an unimaginable tragedy. Directed by John Crowley, written by Charlie Brooker, starring Aaron Paul, Josh Hartnett, Kate Mara, Auden Thornton, and Rory Culkin. The next one is Maisie Day. A troubled starlet is dogged by an invasive paparazzi while dealing with the consequences of a hit-and-run incident. Directed by Uta Breezewitz. Written by Charlie Brooker. Starring Zazie Beetz, Clara Rugard, and Danny Ramirez. And the fifth and final one is Demon 79. Uh, Northern England, 1979. A meek sales assistant is told she must commit terrible acts to prevent disaster. Directed by Toby Haynes, written by Charlie Brooker and Bisha K. Ali, starring uh, Anjana Vassan, Papa Isidu, Catherine Rose Morley, and David Shields. Um, yeah, I like Black Mirror, man. It's I can't believe it's been so long since the last season. It's been literal years. Um, like honestly. Like, I think 2019 was season four or season five or whatever. Yeah, season five. So it's been a hell of a while. And it's kind of crazy how I don't, I mean, I don't know what kind of took them this long to work on another uh, season. Maybe it was COVID or, you know, what they just kind of wanted to break from it or whatever. But I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting for sure. But I'm excited. I, I like I said, I like the show. Um, there's been a lot of great episodes so far. And yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to checking that out whenever these uh are released. Um which they have a little video, little teaser here. I don't know if that has a release date or not, but It's a quick little like 30 second video, so let me see if it has it in here. 
because I'm not sure. I think it's just the title reveals, but maybe they'll have a release date at the end of it. I don't know. Oh, June. Oh, next month. Okay. So this is very soon. Yeah, Majin, it's been a long time, man. So yeah, I'll be checking this out when it releases as well, because it's pretty good stuff. Looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, awesome. Cool. All right, moving into some Marvel news. We have uh, release dates for both uh, Season 2 of Loki and Echo. So an all-new season of Loki starts streaming October 6, 2023. And all episodes of Echo drop on November 29th. So I think it's interesting that for Loki, they're like, here's... We're gonna do we're gonna stick to our method of you know one a week or whatever, and it starts on October sixth. But for Echo, yeah. they're like all episodes are dropping on November 29th. I think that shows that they don't have a lot of faith on Echo, to be honest with you, in my humble opinion. Could be for people oh. for people to come back and watch episode after episode. Yeah, they're, they're just like they're we're just gonna to, throw it all out there. <laughs> they're gonna throw it all out there, and maybe you'll binge it all, and then you'll get it that way. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to be shitty on it, but yeah. you know what's probably the least interesting part of Hawkeye. Yeah, I mean and... to to be fair, like I don't know many people who are super excited for that, and like the people who are excited for that are excited for it because Daredevil and fucking. Mm kingpin you know they're gonna be in it so yeah yeah i don't i yeah. don't know we'll it's see. a gamble we'll see how it goes margin's right it's totally a gamble um it definitely feels like uh we don't expect people to come back to this after you watch it so just watch it all at once type deal it's yeah. weird it's weird <sighs> all right Yeah, so we uh, we'll see how those go. Um, I am excited for uh, Secret Invasion though, which is a good transition to our next uh, Marvel news here. Which we have new character posters for Secret Invasion, which will be dropping on June twenty first. So about a month from now. So we have a whole new set of character posters. They all say, uh, who do you trust? And there's a Nick Fury one. There's a Amelia Clark. There is Talos, Gravik, Maria Hill, Hagen, Sonia, Priscilla, Rhodey. Everett Ross. Bunch of character posters here. And uh Yeah. The the whole the whole kind of idea or, or like the premise is, of this is like everybody everybody has been saying, Oh, you or I, I know Colby Smolders has had had recently get interviewed and he's like, Oh, you can't you can't trust anybody, you know. It's like, well, you know, that's kind of been the whole thing that we've heard about you know and obviously after 
you and I have now both read the comics, so we kind of know a little bit what to expect. But, you know, not really, because there's no way that the comics are going to be 100% accurate to the, to the show or the movie, because mm-hmm. it's just not possible. But um, I, I'm looking forward to this. It should be, I think the kind of tone and, and, and vibe we're going to be getting is like very Winter Soldier-ish, which is one of my favorite Marvel movies. And uh, yeah, I'm just very curious and and uh, to see how they're gonna how they're gonna do adapt this into a uh, into the series. So we don't have to wait too much longer now, only about a month, and uh, then we'll see. But I think I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be good though. So yeah, we're about a month away from this. Uh, that is, that'll do it for our, uh, Marvel news. So moving on from that, um, we have Archer, the FX show, the animated FX, uh, comedy show will be ending with season 14 which end which starts on August 30th. Uh over run. <laughs> yep. It's a hell of a run, dude. Uh they announced that uh they announced their premiere or summer dates including August 30th return which will be the 14th and final season on FXX for Archer. It'll begin its farewell with two episodes starting at 10 p.m will both be available on the following day on Hulu. Uh, production is already underway. Uh, and Archer joined the previously announced 16th season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on FX and FXX this summer. Um, the other uh, premiere dates they announced were What We Do in the Shadows Season 5. Uh... Justified City Primeval and Reservation Dogs. So FX doing things still. And uh yeah, I like Archer. I, I have I need to catch up. I'm like a I'm like three three or four seasons behind. So I gotta at some point catch up and, and, and get to the point. But you know, it's it's ending, so I'll I'll have a I'll have a good uh, you know, stopping point and, and all that and, and eventually i'll be able to catch up you know it, it won't be one of those things where it's like well man i gotta catch up on like 10 seasons you know it's like nah i only got a few to catch up on it's gonna be ending and you know yeah the show it makes sense for it to end you know like it's been going on for a while and you know mallory is you know obviously not a part of it anymore you know jessica walter passed away a few years ago and uh, you know, it's just uh it feels right, it makes sense, you know. Um speaking of Hulu, f- the Futurama revival at Hulu has set its premiere date as well, and they dropped the first teaser. Uh the new episodes of the beloved sci-fi animated series. Officially the show's eighth season will debut on Hulu on July twenty fourth. New episodes will drop weekly on Mondays thereafter. 
with uh, season 11 or season 8, depending on how you break it down, consisting of 10 episodes. Indeed, Hulu commissioned 20 episodes in total back in February 2022. Um, so let's have you. I know Josh, you're a big Futurama guy. Yet. I was gonna ask if you've seen it. Okay, you haven't. So let's check it out then. Let's let's watch it. Let's see what they got for us here. It's a very, very small. Oh, shit, it's a very short teaser. Yeah, it's, it's like 18 seconds. seconds. Okay, well, yeah. anyway, three, two, one, go. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Amazing All how right. this show keeps getting brought back. <laughs> right? It's been killed like two times. It's, it won't stay dead. <laughs> what I think is cool about that is I think how I think it's crazy how the animation looks consistent to what it you know what it the the, the rest of the show looks like, right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That would be pretty dope. And all the original voice cast is coming back. Um John DiMaggio for a little bit was not coming back, but then they kind of settled that and he's coming back now. So I think we have everybody. Billy West, Katie Seagal, uh Maurice Lamarche, Lauren Tom, Phil Lamar. John DiMaggio, David Herman, Tress McNally. So, yeah. Cool. Ew. I'm excited. Awesome. So, we have one more trailer here to watch, and this, this is the is one that I've been curious about because now that I've watched season one, I can finally check this out. Let's see. Let's see what we got here, man. The Bear Season 2 official trailer. Here we go. Let's check this out. In 3, 2, 1, go. This is coming from a place of wanting to start fresh and clean. This is going to be a destination spot. We drafted a quick term sheet. We need more money. Will you turn that thing off, please? How's that not making you insane? I don't mind it. It's a facelift, it's not a gun. Bear, it is a facelift and a gun. It's gonna take six months to open. Six months? That's being what? Confident? Cocky. Crazy. Still thinking chaos menu? Yeah, chaos menu. Oh man, the the food. Thoughtful. Ugh, gross. We need like a reset. I'm trying to start from a place of positivity. I have to say, I really like the soundtrack for this show. Yeah. The clock is ticking. After watching it each episode, I'm like, damn, this is, this is nice. A hell of a lot of siblings in here. Don't look them in the eyes. Ideally, we need five days on. Yeah, I just can't do Fridays or Saturdays. When can I talk to the chef? You are. Oh. Oh, don't freak out and go call him for mom. Mom. I'm going to call him. Call mom. Mom. Call mom. 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 She can't hear you. <laughs> That's my love. A supervisor. Supervisor what? I need a chance, a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance, a third chance. You got this, baby. Yeah, chef. So how's your life been, Brazado? Opening a restaurant. Gotta go hard every day. Gotta control the zone. 
I still, I, I love the name. You don't remember the name. Of course I remember the name. We didn't even tell anybody you the name. You 100% told me the name. How could you remember the name? Your shirt says original birth. Yeah, it's a printing mistake. <laughs> birth. Collector's item. June 22nd. Damn, that's a month away too, man. Shit, we also, got Secret Invasion and this and... It's all episodes two, by the way. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, they did that with the oh. last bear season. Okay, damn. Okay, fuck. Oh, we got a lot of, t- we got a lot of TV to watch next month, man. Uh, Damn. All right. Well, that looks cool, man. I'm looking forward to it. Also, I can see how after you... Uh, I remember at one point you had gotten this like cooking game and I'm like, yes. I bet it was after you watched this show, right? <laughs> it <laughs> made me like, yes, chef. Yes, chef. Hands. <laughs> yes, chef. Hands. Hands. Hands corner. Behind. Corner, corner. Yep. <laughs> uh, I oh, love yeah, that show. Great. It's, I, uh, uh, it's so good. I, I, now that I've seen it, uh, definitely uh, recommend it. Check it out, everybody. Just, uh, you know. It's really short, man. Like, it's half hour episodes, only eight episodes. So it's not like, you know, you can... It'll take you forever. I knocked it out in one night. Like it was, you know, it's good. So definitely recommend checking it out. And that'll do it for our TV news. Let's quickly get through our movie news because I'm not going to lie, Josh. I'm going to need a break after this. I got you. Let's do it. So let's check it out. So the first thing we have here is that Beetlejuice 2 is set for fall 2024. Jenna Ortega will star in the Warner Brothers sequel to Tim Burton's 1988 film. Uh, so they have uh, put out a release date of September 6, 2024 for Beetlejuice 2. The long-awaited sequel to Tim Burton's 1988 film that starred Michael Keaton as the titular ghost with the most. Uh, it'll reunite Burton with his Wednesday star Jenna Ortega whose sources say will play the daughter of Lydia, the character played by Winona Ryder in the first movie. Keaton is expected to return as well, and it will have a script from Wednesday creators Alfred Goh and Miles Millar. Um, in addition to her joining the movie, I believe uh, Justin Thoreau is also going to be joining the cast for this movie. Um, not much is known about the sequel other than uh, what we are saying here with the casting news. Um, and that uh, has a release date now. Um, but I think like there's going to be more returning cast members as well from the first movie. Like I want to say Catherine O'Hara, O'Hara is returning again as well, but I haven't seen I, like, I thought I saw that she was too. I don't know. Yeah. I saw that yeah. I, I, I think she is. I just, I haven't, I, I can confirm her real quick. But I, cause I don't have it in the notes right now, but yeah, she... I think she's returning as well. Uh, I think she's coming back. Come on, Google. Um, but anyway, I think I think she is coming back. I think most uh, 
Yeah, she's returning. She's returning in, in the second movie as well. As the original character, Delia Dietz. Yep, 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 yep. Cool. Good stuff. Makes sense. Monica Bellucci is also joining the cast, by the way. So we're getting a lot of casting announcements for uh, for Beetlejuice 2, which is about like the only stuff we know about the movie right now is just all these casting announcements. So yeah, Monica Bellucci is joining. Catherine O'Hara is returning. Uh, obviously, Michael Keaton. Winona Ryder is coming back, playing Jenna Ortega's mom. Uh, so Bellucci will play Beetlejuice's wife. That's what we know about her character. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah, I I'm, I can't say I'm the biggest Beetlejuice fan, but I mean I think the movie is uh, like you know fun. Dale. What it is. Dale. Um. Moving on, we have a trailer for Arnold coming to us yeah, from Netflix. So let's check this out. It's a three-part documentary series, which I guess shouldn't be in the movie news, but I guess I'm, I messed up when I put this in it's here. It's fine. Anyway, watch. We'll watch it now. Arnold's a movie star. It's cool. He's a movie star. Yeah. That's probably why I put it in here. But anyway, it's a three-part doc series. Let's check it out. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. I sold myself on that stage. Ladies and gentlemen, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Thousands of people screaming. Ah, no. Ah, no. Ah, no. Ah, no. And when you visualize something very clearly, you believe that you 100% can get there. There was a lot of things they had to learn. Obstacles that they had to overcome. You can get an injury. Then all your athletic stuff is over. But the only thing that no one can take from you is your mind. Arnold Schwarzenegger terminated his box office competition. I was looking for another challenge. Politics. The governor. He had no staff, no real plan. Make up, please. He blew up the political system. <gasps> there is problems and problems. But I want to do the things that everyone calls impossible. I'll be back. People will remember my successes, and they will also remember those failures. It was very tough on my marriage, on my relationship with the kids. I have caused enough pain for my family. I'm going to have to live with it the rest of my life. Why did you give up? Well, because my vision didn't talk about giving up. My vision was climbing that mountain. the guy who turns his boat towards the torpedo. If you're always hungry, you're never really satisfied. No matter what it takes, work your ass off. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it now. <laughs> Do it now. They're going to get into the nitty nitty grittiness here, man. Yeah, success and failures. I'm about yeah. it. That looks good. June 7th. That's a couple weeks away. Uh I will be uh I'll be checking that out. Yeah, I'll be looking at that too. So it should be interesting. Interesting. 
Um, moving on from that. Um, we have some more casting news for Paramount's Gladiator sequel. Uh, joining the cast of the Oscar-winning hit Gladiator, uh, May Kalamawi, Kalamui, Leo Raz, Derek Jacoby returning, and Peter Peter Mensa and Matt Lucas. Also in talks to join the remaining cast is Fred Heshinger from The White Lotus, who is in negotiations to play Emperor uh, Geta, who Barry Keegan was in negotiations to play with the character, but scheduled conflicts forced him scheduling conflicts forced him to fall out of the project. Uh, and the cast already includes Paul Meskel, Denzel Washington, Pedro Pascal, Joseph Quinn, and Connie Nielsen. Nielsen, who will be reprising her role as Lucilla, and Jacoby will also be returning from the first movie, reprising his role as uh, Gracchus. Uh, Ridley Scott is back to direct, and David Scarpa is writing the script. Um, hell, of a, hell of a cast. I, I do love me some, uh, some May Kalamaui. Played, uh, you know, the Scarlet Scarab in the Moon Knight. Yeah. So I'm glad she's, uh, you know, gonna be in more stuff. And Derek Jacoby is cool that he's coming back from the first one. Uh. Yeah, this is uh, this is pretty cool. So. I'm really curious about this movie, man. Like, it's been so long since the first one came out, right? That I'm like, what are like, what do they have planned for? Like, obviously they're gonna be. Uh, you know, they they got a lot of the same like team that was on the first movie, even though it's been like twenty fucking years later, or more. I mean, more than twenty now, but yeah, it's it's nuts. Uh, should be good though. I mean, the cast seems solid. The Rainback Ridley Scott. Um, yeah, interesting. And I, and I love the first movie, so I'm, I'm, you know, hoping much success for this one. Uh, also, speaking of returning characters, we have Brianna Hiddlebrand and Shioli Kutsuna returning for Deadpool 3. They are returning for their characters as well. Uh, Hiddlebrand is reprising her role uh, as Negasonic Teenage Warhead. And Kutsuna uh, is uh, Yukio, a Japanese mutant ninja introduced in Deadpool 2. So that's pretty cool that they're bringing back uh, certain characters. I feel like I got to rewatch the second one because I have only seen that one once and I didn't really like it as much as uh, everybody else did, I feel like. I, 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 like, I, I, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I thought fan. it was whatever. I like the first one a lot more than the second one. Um, so, yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, what else is happening? Oh, speaking of a third movie, Venom 3, dude. She would tell Edgy of 4 is joining Tom Hardy in the next installment. Uh, 
so obviously we know Chiwetel Ejiofor was uh, Mordo in the Doctor Strange movies for the MCU. But now he's going to be uh, joining the Venomverse. Uh, we have no idea who he's going to be playing uh, or anything like that. But uh, I don't know how that's going to work considering like these movies are kind of connected to the MCU, but also not really. Right. But having like him be Mordo in the MCU and then him being maybe some other character in this is going to be kind of, we- I don't know. It's going to be weird for me. Like it's, I-, I mean, ultimately I don't really care, but cause I don't think these Venom movies are that good at all, but yeah, it's kind of weird when you're like, there's a, these movies are kind of connected to the MCU, but then they're not, but then we're having a character or have somebody, an actor who's already a character in the other movies be something else in this one. I don't know. It, it gets weird, and and I don't like it, but I mean, whatever. Uh, but yeah, we don't know who he's playing, so there's not other much information other than he's joining the movie. We can move on from that. And the second movie was just not good. I, I finally watched it recently, and it's just not great. Speaking of second movies, though, we have a trailer for Extraction 2. We have an official trailer. So, Josh, if you want to check that out, must watch it. Let's check it out, my friend, and then uh, we will, uh, you know, see what we have to say about that. I think. So, three, two, one, go. Tyler, you were clinically dead nine months ago. Would you survive? You fought your way back. You just have to find out why. We got a contract. I remember watching some behind the scenes clip where they were on the train. Do you remember that? I feel like we saw it on here. Mm, on podcast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did. We did. We did. Now that, now that you bring it up, we definitely did. Because we, we've seen something else from uh, from this movie on the podcast before. I don't remember what exactly. Maybe it was a teaser or something, but we definitely have seen something. Yeah. Damn. 
June 16th. That's also really soon. It actually looks pretty good. I like the first one. You know, I watched it with my dad. It kind of yeah, makes you think I of also... those like action movies you watched growing up. You know, that, that that type of action movie. Yeah, I also really like the uh, the first one. That was that was good. Like I wasn't. I don't know what I was. Like, I wasn't expecting much from it to be honest. But then I was like, this is actually not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Watch that first one again. Get ready for the second. <laughs> All right, what's next, yes, DT? Uh, next up, we have a trailer for Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. I I also haven't seen this. I haven't seen. I this. wanted to re I wanted to react to it, um, or I, I thought about reacting to it because I recently caught up, as you guys know, on all the movies. So I'm like fully caught up now, and I, uh, you know, I want to check this out. So. Uh, yeah, let's uh let's Check. see it, dude. Three, two, one, go. Our lives are the sum of our choices. And we cannot escape the past. Ethan, this mission of yours is gonna cost you dearly. Dun 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 dun. Changing. Truth is vanishing. War is coming. It's been a long time, friend. You've no idea the power I represent. It knows your story and how it ends. Bro, Haley Atwell, let's go! Listen to me. The world's coming after you. His fate is written. Oh shit, is that Palm? I forgot she was gonna be in this. If anything happens to Hold me, up. there's no place that I won't go to kill you. That is written. Nah, fuck that, dude. Tom Cruise is a crazy motherfucker, dude. What's your objective? What's your ultimate objective? What is it with trains? You're Fighting on trains lately. They're 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 good set pieces, man. Nobody takes a train anymore. <laughs> That's. I actually have never been on a train train, man. I'd love to be on an actual train. I just never been one. I have one time. Damn. Bro, this movie looks badass. Holy shit. July twelfth. Yeah, it looks fun. Yeah, I, I I like these movies, man. They're they're a lot of fun. They're fun action movies. So I think that looks rad as hell. Like I said, I recently caught up with all of the uh the whole franchise. I'm fully caught up in update. 
And holy shit, dude, I'm looking at the cast right now because I forgot some of these people were going to be in it, bro. Yeah. What the hell? Obviously, Vanessa Kirby's coming back. She was in, uh, you know, uh, Fallout and whatnot. And, uh, dude, I love the addition of Haley Atwell. And, dude, Palm Clementif. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, Carrie Elwes is, is going to be joining. Charles Parnell. Man, Nita Varma. Like, that's, that's crazy. Crazy. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson is coming back. She's she's great in this series as well. So, yeah, I uh, I think this is gonna be a good movie, man. Yeah, it's a good that trailer cool too because it didn't give anything yeah. away at all. I had no idea. That was a great thing that's gonna happen. All right, now. This just dropped not long ago, so I just added it in here. Yeah, I got you. It's just a little clip <laughs> uh, for Spider-Verse. But uh, let's, uh, let's check it out. It's pretty uh, pretty short. 50-second clip from the movie. But, uh, you know. In check three, two, one, go. Oh God! <laughs> Do I uh, have web on my face? What's the deal? Oh shit! <laughs> oh, that's gross! <laughs> oh shit! Look at that! That's that's Jake. Jake's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at my uncle and. Uh, let me guess. He died. That looks nutty, dude. I, <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Bro, that's going to be so good. The Spider Society. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I really want to watch that in the theaters, man. It's going to be so, so good. Um, but that's our movie news, man. That's it right there. That's it, guys. We're going to take a quick break. I know DT needs one. I could use one. Yes, sir. You guys at home could probably use one. We'll be right back after this, and we'll talk about Guardians. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Hello, everyone. We are back with part two of the show. Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three. There will be spoilers, I'm sure. So if you haven't seen it yet... Now is your chance to vacate the premises. Um, but yeah, uh, come back after you've seen it and get our thoughts on it if you if you want to. So I'm going to go ahead and put up the Guardians of the Galaxy text. Go ahead and leave. Going forward, spoilers. All right, DT. So... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, hell of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, did you like it, Josh? I did like it. I liked it a lot. I liked it more than I thought I was going to, actually. How about you? Yeah, I, uh, I also liked it. Um, I was really curious how I was going to feel about this movie um, because I wasn't the biggest. Like, I think the second one is like the weakest one for me. Yeah, for sure. Between the between the first two or the one and two, 
So I was like, how am I going to feel about this one? And I mean, I, I did end up liking it. And uh, I think the bit like i think like the story for this one is like pretty basic too but like because mm -hmm. because the whole thing is like you gotta save you save your friend because your friend is like got hurt and the only way you could do it is by infiltrating this one specific place that you know kind of fucked him up and did this to him right yeah that's kind of like the general idea of it but it i think this this movie is a little bit more um personal and m more emotional than some other movies mm -hmm. and i think that really works in its favor um that there's not like the the whole story is not like a big galaxy defending or you know wide event or you're not you it's not like a huge giant like you know it's not like oh, an avengers movie or anything like that it's more of a personal story and i think it really works in its favor like don't get me wrong i love the avengers movies and i and i love that kind of stuff but man a good like personal like emotional story really hits dude and i think like for this movie it really did that like i know james gunn has been saying that that uh rocket has been kind of the secret protagonist all along kind of Mm -hmm. and you really get to see that in this movie this is like his movie man like it's 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 pretty nuts i mean the, the all the all the characters get moments to shine but like it, i think i feel like it is a pretty big rock rocket movie it is for sure and uh yeah man it hits for sure yeah um it really is sometimes it's good to go back like Man, look at all these world-ending threats. You know, sometimes it's good to go back and get that smaller, more personal type story. And uh, definitely a smart move uh, with this movie while dealing with, like, a lot of the previous fallout, right? With, like, Gamora and uh, Peter Quill's uh, traumas and really all yeah. of the characters really have suffered some sort of thing that they kind of have to deal with in this movie quite a bit so yeah um well, well where do you even go into it after this there's, there's a lot to talk about in this movie so what, what's kind of the first thing you want to get into here um Let's see, what can we talk about? Um, well, like you said, it's a rocket movie, so maybe we should start with most of the rocket stuff, which is like... Okay. Um, our boy Adam Warlock shows up and... Just fucking hurts fuck, him fucks, so fucks everybody up, really, and then... Uh, wounds rocket in a way that they have to figure out how to how to save him and then we kind of get all these we start getting rocket flashbacks right so which man get those rocket all, flashbacks all those rocket flashbacks are kind of dark bro oh like, my god they were like like this movie earned its pg-13 rating i feel like with mm -hmm. with how like dark and like 
not really for kids how some of this shit was, man. I was like, damn. That is some fucked up shit they're doing to these animals, bro. In like, my theater. Geez. In my theater, there were little kids there. And I just thought, these poor children are going to be traumatized. They got, they're, they're scarred for life after this. <laughs> but I don't think I ever heard any, like, crying or anything. In fact, the kids at the end of the movie, I think it's weird when adults clap at the end of a movie, but I get it when a kid does it because kids are kids and they get excited about things. But they were the yeah. ones clapping at the end of the movie with the kids, so I guess they were okay. But my... they, they they enjoyed it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we get to see Baby Rocket, Rocket, Rocket Raccoon. Baby Rocket, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. By the way, guys, it has been a while since I've seen the movie, so so it's been like we, a so few weeks. We should. We should clarify that we saw this movie like I saw it opening weekend and you saw it opening weekend too, right? Yeah. So we saw this movie opening weekend. So it's been a couple weeks now. Uh, we were going to talk about this movie last week, but you know, stuff happens and we're here now talking about it instead. Um, Let's just do that yeah. thing we always do. Let's jump around. What's, what's just some of your favorite parts of the movie? Like, So I like the soundtrack for this movie. I know a lot of people have been saying that it's kind of the weaker soundtrack of the three movies. I like it. I don't, I mean, I've only listened to it all once, you know, when I watched the movie. But a lot of those songs I really enjoy and, and I dug them and I don't really have an issue with the soundtrack at all, really. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not, you know, like, like, like other people seem to have. Like, I, 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 I dug it. That was fine. Yeah, I like the soundtrack a lot. Um, I'm not a big uh, music guy. We've had shows about me and music on podcasts before. Um, so I'm just like a fan of music in general for the most part. So things like comparing one to the other doesn't, in my brain, doesn't make sense because it's like, well, that's that music. That's just different. And then that's this music. And that's just different. You know, like, so for me, it's not like better or worse. It's just, it's just, it's just music and I enjoy it. So. Um, I did like the soundtrack to to this film, uh, quite a quite a bit. Um, let's yeah, see what uh, else. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to get to some stuff, but later we're kind of talking about things we do like. So I want to there's okay, something I, I didn't like as much, but we'll, we'll get to you. that later. Things I do like though. Um, in this movie is uh, let's see again the personal story, the uh, the the backstory with Rocket I really enjoyed. Um, uh, getting to see kind of the team like in its current state, I thought was was kind of interesting. Like without Gamora, you know, like I so. It's kind of weird that Gamora is back, but she's not with them, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I know that it's a different Gamora and all that, but, but, um, I don't know. It, it, it was kind of, that was kind of weird. I, 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 well, let me not get into the negatives because I, some of that Gamora stuff is, it goes into some of my negatives, but, um, oh, I'll tell you one thing I did like those new suits. Yeah. They they look like the comic uh comic book suits, which I really like. 
But then you know what? One thing I don't like really quickly is that Star-Lord does not use his helmet the entire movie. And that suit looks so good with the helmet. And he didn't use it once. Not even when he was floating out in space dying, bro. I'm like, what happened to your helmet? Where is it? Didn't it get destroyed in the second movie? I I don't remember. Maybe. I, I it's been a while since I've seen that movie. But you you could be right. I just like I was just like, where's the helmet? It looks so cool, man. And they just it wasn't in the whole movie at all. Like, what well, does it matter? Because he uses the he uses the helmet in uh, in Infinity. Uh, uh, does he use it in the? Wait, did it get destroyed? I'm having a hard time remembering what happened to the helmet. <laughs> I don't know. All I all I can remember when I was watching the movie was like, where is his helmet, bro? I want to see him wear it with the suit. Because the new suits are so cool. And if you look at like the comic version of the suits. With the, uh, you know, he has the helmet there and it looks so cool. Even in the Guardians game that came out, you can have that style of suit and it looks so cool with the helmet. Oh. And all I could think of was like, man, he doesn't have this entire movie. That's that Google, Google has not let me down. Here's what happened. Okay. So it was destroyed in volume two and it was intended to be permanent by James Gunn. Hence why it was not featured in Guardian of the Galaxy's Volume 3. However, Star-Lord had a replacement in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, and Gunn tweeted that Star-Lord left the helmet in his room on Nowhere as he was in a rush to leave and save Rocket, thereby giving a canon explanation for his lack of headgear in Volume 3. So, what it comes down to is James Gunn didn't want the helmet. <laughs> Probably. Damn you, James Gunn. Such a cool helmet. But anyway, yeah, whatever. Uh, they could have had it just for like a scene for the for for us that like the helmet and the yeah, suit and yeah. all that would have been nice, whatever. I guess. It would have been cool. And then like in the end when he's fucking I guess I guess they have to add that like drama and like tension. Oh, he's dying in space, but you know, whatever. It's just like if you just if you had just gotten it, man, you'd have been all right. <laughs> but anyway. They could have had it and had it be destroyed again. I guess that would have been a little too cliche. Though, again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, like, I get it, but it's like, really, I don't know. I, I, I like the helmet. But anyway. I like the helmet, too. I like the suits is what, <laughs> is what started this. I like the new suits. Um, I like Cosmo. She was cool, even though I feel like we didn't really get a whole lot of her, but she was cool. Her and Craglin hanging uh, out. Bad dog. That whole bit. Yeah. Yeah, bad dog. No, no, I am good dog. Yeah. <laughs> I like how upset Cosmo was over that. Yeah, how dare you? Now, that was so funny how <laughs> upset she was over that stuff. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, the 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 the, the team that we had, seeing them like together was was great. Um, I like also just how much kind of we got more interactions with like certain characters. Does that make sense? Like with Mantis kind of got like, I feel like she got a little bit more to do and yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. The humor stayed consistent to me. I feel like, mm -hmm. like it wasn't, it wasn't a situation of like, where <laughs> you're in love with him or, <laughs> Yeah, it it wasn't uh, like a situation where I felt like in in Love and Thunder and or, or Ragnarok and then Love and Thunder where I'm like love like I feel like Ragnarok was like perfect right, and then Love and Thunder they overdid it. I didn't feel like that was the case in this movie. I feel like they they kept it yeah. pretty consistently. Love and Thunder went too far. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. 
but I feel like that was that was consistent for the most most part. And uh, yeah, so that that is good because I like when when you know things are consistent in that regard. Um, you know, and and they don't like switch things up just for the sake of doing so for no damn reason. But um. Yeah, so yeah, the Rocket backstory I really liked too, even though it was fucked up and dark and all that. And yeah. I really have to give props to Bradley Cooper, man, because he he did great, you know. Even though he's just like you know the voice for the character, like he, man, you could feel the emotion and stuff behind his crying, ra- you know, raccoon, pretty much, right? And just yeah. like certain things hit different now, like you know, uh. Like shit, the Yandu stuff, man. Like, like Yandu makes an appearance, man. Yeah. And like, and like, I I think in one of the previous movies, Yandu has a conversation with um, uh, with Rocket himself, and I and I'm like that hits that that is like, on a, upon rewatch, that's gonna be different now too, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's like there are things here and there that like when you when you like encapsulate all three of them and, and put them together, you're like, man, that you can call back this from from you know. When this character talks to that character and it and it like it fits in and, and, and it works, you know. Um yeah, and I also I really like Nebula as well. Karen Gillan did good. Um how did you feel about the high evolutionary uh Chukwudi Wuji? Because I feel like he did great. I thought he was fantastic. I thought he was really good. Yeah. I thought he played a uh an interesting villain with layers. To him a little bit like there was no god so it's i i became god you know like that yeah i don't remember the exact quote but that's basically what he's he's and doing he's not it. like he's not like the type of villain like like uh like in the first movie what's his name uh uh ronin mm-hmm. he's not like he's not like ronin he's like this like badass dude with a big hammer and shit like he's just like like because there wasn't really like a big fight in this movie when they got him right they were just like they kind of all like ganged up on him and whooped his ass, right? That's kind of yeah. what happened like towards the end. So it wasn't like, and like to be fair, that wasn't really the case in the first movie either. Because I mean, there was the dance off or whatever. But like you know, in, in in like other types of movies, like you have certain types of villains. Like you know, in the first movie, they would have like had a had this big like you know fight or whatever, like like you know, one on one, like maybe Star Lord against Ronan. But you know, they ended up doing a dance off. Then, like in this movie, they kind of just were like, "You're a dude," and they like ripped off his face and shit, and you know, after beating him up and all that, and it was, yeah. So I, I thought he was a, I thought he was a good, uh, good villain though. I, I, I enjoyed it, you know. There is no god. Uh, that's why I stepped in. That's what he says. I found the, I found it. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, which also takes me to my next question: How do you feel about Will Poulter as Adam Warlock? Because I know, I have heard some people were kind of disappointed by that. But I thought he did for what he for what he did. I thought he was fine. I thought he was good. Yeah, I think he was fine for for what it was. It's just the first movie. He's not. Yeah, he's not the star of the show. The Guardians are the star of the show, and I think that's kind of the the, to, the OG uh, Guardians. Clarify, yeah, yeah. This is our um, last hurrah with the with the OG group, you know. And they even talk about it in the movie. They're like, he got out of his cocoon early, you know, like he took him out too early. Yeah, he's not done growing, so he's a little stupid, uh, which is fine uh, about things. But I thought he was fine. Like uh, yeah, I didn't yeah, understand everybody. Here's the thing: anybody that sees 
a character for the first time, they they have this need for them to be at full power immediately. But you have no growth if you go full power immediately. Where are you going to go after you hit you like your full, you know, strength? Okay, you can do that in comic books because you're going to have comic books forever. But in like movies, it, it's important to storytelling to show that character grow over a period of time. Right. So. Like. I don't understand why people are kind of I mean, I guess I understand it, but I think people need to be more realistic with their thoughts on it. Like, that's the first movie, my guy. This is a character that's probably going to stick around in the MCU for a while, right? Like, well, and we, and we know he is because of the, you know, the end of the movie mm -hmm. or the post-credits. Like, exactly. He is... Um, well, let's just talk about that. There's, there's going to be a new team. Yeah. So by the, from the start of this movie to the end of this movie, we know there's a new team. So... Uh, yeah. Which I mean, we can might as, we we should probably just talk about it. So that talk, new team. Talk about anything you want to talk about. Go for it. So let, let's let's just talk about that 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 post that post credit scene, right? Yes. So the new Guardians of the Galaxy team. At the end of the movie, well, at the end of the movie, we have Rocket take over as leader from Star Lord because Star Lord has you know goes off to find his his grandpa. She gets reminded of. He's like, you know what? I haven't seen him in a while. Let me go back to Earth. Which that in its own is very interesting too, because I'm like, they say Star Lord is gonna come back. They they yeah. say the legendary Star Lord will return. I'm like, in what? How? That to me is like, like where's like what? Like he's not a like he's not guarding anymore. Like what is he gonna show up at? And he's on Earth, so it's like if he shows up on stuff, he's gonna be on Earth, right? Like, like is is he gonna show up? Like what is he gonna show up in of all the stuff we have coming up? Like. What could he fit into? Like it makes it made my brain kind of be like, what do we have coming up that he's gonna show up in? And we can talk about that in a little bit. But going back to the Guardian, the new Guardians team, real quick. Um, so we have Rocket Raccoon, of course, as the new leader taking over for Star Lord. We have Groot. He he ain't going anywhere. He's like Chewie to Han Solo's Groot True. or to, to, to Rocket's Groot or fuck. I'm mixing it all up. <laughs> Groot is the Chewie to Rocket's Han Solo. That's what I meant to say. Fuck. Yes. So many names. Kraglin is a, is a guardian. Cosmo is another guardian. Adam Warlock is now a guardian. And then Phyla, the young girl that they save was one of the many star kids that were part of the high evolutionaries, uh, you know, experiments and, and batches of experiments uh, of, you know, all that. Um, and we see that rocket and some of the other guardians have taught Phyla English. Uh, but they, we see her, we see that she has her own powers of her own, uh, which, are kind of they're they're not they're not explained, but I mean, the MC, it's the MCU, so we'll find out next time, I'm sure. Uh, and as I was watching this movie, I was like, okay, I wonder who she is because I don't know who this. I I, don't, I wasn't sure if she was a comic character or anything like that, but apparently, because I googled it afterwards, 
and because I, I was curious, right? I was interesting. I'm like, what is this? The character she's probably gonna be is Philavel, who in the comics is a descendant of the OG Captain Marvel, Marvel. So Philavel, Marvel makes sense. Um, but she's part of the team, and you know, again, further proof of the uh, you know the Young Avengers and all that. You know, all these the younger hero characters in the MCU we're gonna be getting. You know. I mean, you've already gotten some of them, like America Chavez and, you know, uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier Kid and, you know, a bunch, bunch of other people. But anyway, uh, so that's the new team. How do you feel about the new team going forward? Because, I mean, I love the OG team. So they'll always have, you know, that soft spot. But um, yeah. I think this new team is interesting and it has potential, but they're so new that I feel like it's going to take a while for us to warm up to him, but that's my opinion. How do you that's feel the thing. That? No, I feel pretty much the same as you. It's also going to be weird without James Gunn, right? Driving the ship. So, yeah. Like, um, that's also true. Yeah. Because when I, when I think of the Guardians, I think James, right? So now we're going to have new Guardians and no James. Who's going to take over? Is it going to be kind of, are they going to give them to a different director and like writer every movie? Are they going to have like, because I think that's one of the things that Guardians kind of had to its advantage for the most part is like James was driving that bus as a whole, right? Yeah. So is it not going to be like that anymore? Uh, or what are they going to, what are the plans with the Guardians in the future? Like, are they, are they going to have their own movies or are they just going to show up in other movies? You know, what are they going to do with them? Like, who knows? Um, so, uh, yeah, going to take some time. I'm kind of curious to what they'll do next. Uh, for sure. Um, I do like the new team. Um, and Groot is a fucking giant now, which is... <laughs> yeah. Groot, Groot, his changes, his whole life cycle is fascinating. <laughs> right? Like... Uh, um, he was buff as shit in this movie, and then at the post credit scenes, he's a fucking giant ass tree. Um, thing. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It makes me wonder. Like, so I I read that um, James Gunn himself was the one that chose the new team of guardians so it's not like marvel did it or any like he he was the one that was like these these are the people like this is the team this is the new team and i'm gonna choose them so he himself handpicked the new members but it makes me wonder like are they gonna stick with that team or do you, or are they eventually gonna like change it and and in any way like are they gonna add people or move people or whatever but um yeah, he uh he was asking uh, or somebody you know you know how he has to answer questions on Twitter and stuff. Somebody mm -hmm. asked him like, "Did you get to choose a new team or was it the studio?" And he said yes and no or yes no. So he chose them. Studio did not. Um, so yeah, it just makes me wonder like with him kind of being out of you know the kind of the MCU with with Guardians and stuff that being his last run like is he gonna like what are they gonna do with the guardians going forward and like where is 
like and just like where where is star lord gonna uh like show up in like because we know that some some actors are done like We've we've known since before the movie came out that Bautista was like, I'm done with Drax. I don't want to do that anymore. He says, with Drax, I got to end the perfect way. Uh I would I would never sign up for another job as Drax just to get a paycheck. It would tarnish that perfect ending and I won't do it, is what he says, right? Mm-hmm. And then Zoe Saldana was like, This is the end for her as Gamora. So we have Gamora and Drax both out. Star Lord obviously is returning in what? Who knows? Uh, the rest of the Guardians will be persisting, but like in what form now? I don't know. So there's just all these questions of like, where can these characters show up? And like, where do you think? So, so there's there's two questions in this. Number one, where do you think the Guardians, the new team, is going to show up in other stuff? And then number two, where do you think Star Lord is going to show up in? I think it's and I I think both are going to be in Secret Wars. Personally, that's what I think. Mm, Okay. What about you? Like, I think that's where they're going to show up if we see them again. Because I feel like that's 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 Phase Six, right? And here's the thing: all of that could change with everything going on right now, right? Like that's the thing. It's like we have Kang and the whole Jonathan Majors things happening, and like that's it's getting weird. So, uh, but I feel like, cause that's what my first thought was, is like, they'll, they'll be in, I don't know if the guardians will specifically show up. They might. Uh, but I think for sure, Peter Quill, Star Lord will show up in one of those next two Avengers movies, you know? And Secret Wars is going to be that thing where you get like probably a lot of people in kind of. So I feel yeah. like if him returning would probably make the most sense there. Cause it's a it's a it's a good long way away, so it'd be long enough for it to be a surprise. But then Yeah, it, it is I was gonna say it's like Secret Wars is like three years away. Yeah. So But I was gonna bring up the next couple of shows that we're gonna be getting and and movies. Um so we can kind of maybe like try to guess at where, but you, yours is a good guess because I wasn't like I was trying to think of like what's coming up, but looking at everything, I really don't see him as showing up in any of these. To be honest, yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of stuff that's upcoming. That's like I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't see them, and I just don't know where they would fit in. You know, I think anything recent would be too soon after saying goodbye in Volume Three, too. I I agree, I agree with that. Like, so for for everybody at home or wherever you are listening or watching this. Uh, for the rest of Phase Five for the movies, we have the Marvels, which I mean that is space stuff. So maybe, like maybe, like I'll give it like the tiniest percentage that they they could show up just because it's space yeah. stuff, like a five percent or something like that. Yeah. Uh, then after that, we have Captain America: New World Order. I think there's no chance in that one. Uh, Thunderbolts. And then Blade. Those are the next three movies, or, or you know, the next four movies: The Marvels, Captain America: New World Order, Thunderbolts, and Blade. <laughs> Can you imagine and, if uh, Star Lord showed up in Blade? In Blade, that would be. <laughs> he just teams up with Blade, starts killing vampires and shit. 
that would be like so like you have like this dark gritty movie and then he just shows up cracking jokes <laughs> and shit Lord. like nah that that's never gonna happen but fuck that'd be funny if it did that that'd be hilarious but yeah i don't i don't i don't see it uh i don't see it happening uh yeah anyway those are the those are the uh the movies coming up and then for the shows we have secret invasion loki season two echo uh what if iron heart agatha coven of chaos and daredevil born again and yeah you're right i just don't i don't see any of that so now that i'm looking at this i think you're probably going to be right i think they're going to show up in the next avengers movies if anything you know what which which those are so the, the Kang Dynasty is 2025 and then Secret of Secret Wars is 2026. But anyway, what were you gonna say? Guardians could show up in Fantastic Four. Hmm. Like I I could see that like happening. Maybe not very long in there, but I can see them like if they do the space stuff with Fantastic Four, right? Like okay. I like like an opening and the and maybe yeah. the Guardians like might be okay. just it happened in the area and something happens maybe i could see that okay i was gonna say like where where do you think they could after you said that but now you explain like with the space stuff I, yeah okay i see it if 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 they do that although i don't yeah, think yeah. we spend very long in space with the fantastic four no i could yeah, be it really wrong depend, it really depends on how they do it and, and all that but um yeah i have no idea how they do it but i could totally see that happening yeah i also thought about star lord and deadpool 3 because like just because of the humor aspect well, of it? I just, yes, because, like, just, just, that movie's going to be meta as fuck. Could you just imagine Deadpool being like, hey, it's Peter Quill. Fucking, you know, like that kind of shit. Star-Lord. I don't yeah. know how they're going to do that at all, but I could totally, totally see that. But the safest bet is definitely probably Avengers, one of the two Avengers. Maybe even both. Yeah, you're, I think you're probably right about that because a lot of the other stuff coming up, it's like there's doesn't really leave much room for them to kind of appear anywhere, I feel like. So, all right. Well, that's for the Guardians. And then how about uh, Star-Lord? It just... Probably Secret I, I Wars, to be honest. Okay. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't know where he would show up, man. I don't know where... Do we, do we remember where... What city his, uh, his, grand, his grandpa was in? Because I don't remember. Uh, because I'm just trying to know. think, like, depending on what city that is, maybe if there's one of these shows takes place in that city or something like that, but I don't, I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't even know if they told us like where, uh, where that is. They may not even have told us. It's just like somewhere back on Earth. He's it's Missouri, at right? Home. Is it? I think. I don't know. It could be. That no, actually sounds right to me. Could, yeah, that, that could be right. The Google is saying Missouri. All right. That's where he's from. I don't know if that's where he went at the end, but that's where he's from originally. And old people don't leave where they're from originally, usually. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a safe bet, but who knows? It, okay. Well, like you said, that's probably a safe bet. So we'll go. If you ever, All right, if you ever watching a movie and it pops up Missouri at the bottom as the location, keep an eye out for Star Lord. <laughs> he might show up. Right. Uh, and you never know when we could randomly go there, if if at any point. You you, know, you never know with the MCU, man. You really Shit don't. Just happen. 
Shit, they could you could probably in the Loki show we probably hop in the fucking TVA stuff and go to Missouri for some reason. What if he is in Loki? What if he just randomly is in there? Just randomly shows up like it's me, Star Lord. I still think uh, it's too soon. Anyway, but that would be funny. Yeah, no, you're right. I I I don't think it's. I think the actors want a break, and like you know, this was kind of a like a like a goodbye for for you know this team and. I think it makes sense to give them kind of a little bit of a little bit of space and then yeah, you know, everybody got closure, right? Like, yeah, like, and, he, the and here's the really thing about a whole lot. Yeah, go ahead. What well, another thing like I wanted to mention, nobody died, dude. I thought people were going to yeah. die. I thought people were going to die, too. Nobody dies in this movie. Spoilers. Nobody died. That if you're here. They they really sold it as as at least some, at least one person is going to go. Uh, yeah, I think I think they did a good job in the trailers and stuff and like the marketing to be like, yo, because probably not I, everybody's gonna make it. I went in just knowing somebody's gonna die, somebody's gonna die, and then we get to the point where they in the movie save Rocket, and I was like, holy shit, nobody's gonna die in this movie because if they were gonna die, they would have killed Rocket right there. That's where he would have died at, you know, <laughs> like, um. So at that point, I just enjoyed the movie. Like I, like the whole movie, I was dreading. Like I'm gonna, there's gonna be this heartbroken moment, heartbroken moment where one of the team dies. And there's a lot of heartbreaking moments in this movie. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not gonna sit there and be like, you know, uh, Teeth's floor rocket go now isn't gonna you know make you fucking tear up a little bit. Like that shit was, that shit was rough. Okay, um, but. I really thought when the team was going to go and it doesn't happen, which I like that it didn't happen, to be honest with you. I, I like that everybody got a satisfying, satisfying close to their story. Like, yeah, they all Peter, got good closure without like killing anybody off, you know? Yeah. Peter, Peter is able to kind of get over this Gamora is not his Gamora. She has different experiences. Which, speaking of that, that should hit me too, man. With the, the, yeah. the Peter and Gamora stuff. I was like, oh, I, I yeah. feel you, Pete. I feel you on that. I uh, him, yeah him being sad about not having his Gamora anymore. I was like, I, I feel you, man. Any, anyone that's ever had like a relationship that's ended, good or bad, can relate to that character. Like, yeah, I've had to say goodbye to a relationship that meant a lot to me, uh, with a with a lovely lady, and it was like, it wasn't even like you fall out of love with each other. It's just like time. It's just life, you know, like. You, they have to go live their life sometimes and you have to go live your life and there's a mutual parting of the ways it's it, and it, that definitely hits especially if you're older <laughs> a little older too um uh so yeah but everybody got kind of got a satisfying c uh, conclusion like drax gets to go be a dad you were meant to be a dad um yeah uh Mantis is gonna go off and 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 uh, you know kind of do her wand wander the galaxy a little bit you know and try to figure out herself a little bit um, yeah and uh, Nebula's gonna be dealing with nowhere I guess uh. she's running things on nowhere now yep uh I never noticed you had such beautiful black eyes before. <laughs> that shit cracked me up. That, dude, yeah, that was 
He's like, my Daniel chose him. Well, he chose a really pretty set. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, dude. That shit cracked me up. And you know what's funny is I could totally see that happening too. It's like Peter and Nebula being a thing. <laughs> it's a little weird because it's like that's my sister, but at the same time it's like, well, eh, people people be weird like that sometimes. But yeah, I could totally see that. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, who's I gonna bring up? I was gonna bring up somebody. Nathan Fillion's in this movie. I wasn't oh, the, like when he showed well, up. I was like, "What the fuck?" There's a few cameos in this movie. Nathan Fillion. We got Daniela Melchior, who's uh, uh, Ratcatcher Two yeah. and fucking Suicide Squad. Uh, fuck. I'm trying to think of some of the other people that were that were in this. Um, because there's a few of them. There's a few few little cameos in this. Um, so yeah, it was cool seeing them in the movie for sure. Uh, oh, Jennifer Holland, his his uh, his wife, you know, James Gunn's wife was in this. Um, as one of the administrative people as well. Uh, I also recognized. Uh, um, this other lady I know, Tiffany Smith, she was also in the whole in the in the, in the place where everybody else was. All the cameos were like in that same area. Like they were all in that, you know, fucking, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I forget what so, the place is called, but I won't lie. I had to get up and go pee in the middle of that area, but I was like, if I got to go pee, now's the time to do it because they're just kind of <laughs> screwing around in this area. <laughs> so I Dude, did have to go ridiculous, potty. <laughs> how ridiculous was, were those outfits though that they had? Oh my goodness. It was like meat suit kind of thing. What I don't know. They were weird, man. That, that whole really area weird. made me like a little uncomfortable to be honest. <laughs> like the whole organic, like Yeah. I don't even know what you call it. Like the the whole thing is is weird. Uh yeah, that was um it was it was it was something. It was interesting. I'll give them that. They rocked the Among Definitely Us suits. Definitely not what I expected. Minutes. Yeah, yep. They had the the Among Us suits, which James Gunn is like, they're that's not what it is. But I'm like, that's that's totally that, what it is, dude. That's that's what it is, dude. Um. Yeah. Uh. And honestly. I don't know if we want to talk about this till we get to the end, but I'm just going to fucking say it anyways. Like, I think this is one of the best recent Marvel movies, to be honest. Like, one of the most decent, like, actually good Marvel thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I like a lot of the... I like a lot of things, and I can give, forgive a lot of things, but, like, you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness, you know, had some issues. Love and Thunder, I have a lot of issues. Even Wakanda Forever, I have some issues I th- with. I think I think Love and Thunder like is probably the biggest one that I'm like, man, that one is just. And and I and I think uh you know having seen Quantum I think that one also. Yeah, awesome. same. I was gonna add that on there. The the Quantum Medium thing is like meh, um, a little bit. So like for me personally, it's my opinion. Don't fucking rip my head off, internet. Like, I definitely think Volume 3 is one of the better. Like, I really don't have any gripes with it personally for the most part. 
that I can think of after I need to watch it again, I guess, really, before I can say that. But on the first yeah. watching of it, I, I don't really have a, a whole. I don't think I have any negatives really at all, to be honest. How about you, DT? What what did I'm sure you what, what do you got that you don't particularly so like? One of my not favorite things I kind of alluded to this earlier, but one of my not favorite things is like Gamora in this movie. Like, mm. like she's in it and like she's like not in the team anymore, but like kind of is a little bit. She's like borrowed from the Ravagers, you know? Kind of mm -hmm. like it, it's like they base story wise in the MCU, they killed her off and they wanted to bring. I feel like they just wanted to bring back Zoe and, and, and the character of Gamora just to be like, we're, we're kind of closing out the Guardians and it'd be weird if we didn't have her. So let's just have her in the movie, even though she kind of doesn't like 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 the character just doesn't like to me, it didn't work that well this time around with like the team and everything. It was kind of like like she had her moments and stuff. But like, I don't know. It was kind of weird having. I feel her like Gamora's not points. there for Gamora. Gamora is there for Peter to work through his trauma that he has from the previous Gamora. So she yeah. doesn't. She doesn't feel like a member of the Guardians, and she's not like yeah. she's a member I of mean, the Ravengers. Yeah. But it doesn't. I get what you're saying for sure. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like she's. She feels like a hanger on just to complete Peter's story. Yeah, like, and I it, think that's the it, deal. I think that's what it's meant to be, too. It just feels like they wanted to include her just because it's like, oh, we're, we're, we're closing out the trilogy and we want to have her in, you know? And, and it's like, you know, Peter has to, yeah, like you said, get, get over this and, you know, and all that stuff. So it's like, eh, I, don't, I don't know if I like that as much. But that's like the, one of the bigger things for me that I'm kind of like, eh, not, not a big fan of. But, um, uh, I do think it's yeah. interesting that like the Guardians are a family. The original Gamora chose to be a Guardian, and this Gamora chooses a different family, which is with the Ravagers instead. The like Ravagers. you see it, you see it when she goes back, and they're all hugging her and and all and patting her on the back and all that stuff. Which, by the way, Stallone is back for this one too, which is cool. He is. Um. Also, really quickly, I want to bring up since we're talking about the cameos. Fucking uh, Dutch, fucking Bi Benjamin Byron Davis was was Bleedle Snort or whatever the hell that guy's name was. The dude that was like, that Mantis kind of made, uh, like tricked him into loving Drax or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was him, dude. That's that's Dutch, dude. I was like, that's fucking great. One of my favorite is this Drax is like, oh, not again. <laughs> like, hasn't done it yeah. before. <laughs> the humor had worked for me in this movie, dude. I thought it was good. Like, the whole Drax and Mantis stuff has, has, has always worked for me. Drax in that fucking couch is the funniest shit. Him trying to lay down on it on that fucking planet is hilarious. Oh, one of the things about the High Evolutionary, I was going to bring this up, but I forgot. It's like, hmm. I like how everybody turned on him at the end. Even his own crew turned on him. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, yes, this makes sense for the that his own people to turn on him. It makes the absolute most sense out of anything, you know, and he destroys that fucking upper room. Also, when they take his fucking face off, like fa the whole face off joke also yeah, they was just pretty funny. But, shit off. but when they showed like, I was like, that is horrifying. This is like when they show his actual face where Rocket has disfigured him greatly. Like. Woo. That's a that's a lot. 
Also, the open the fucking door was pretty fucking funny. You gotta push, push the button. One of my favorite scenes in the movie is when uh, Peter and, and Groot are up in the High Evolutionary's uh, office tower when they're, when they're on the planet and Peter just tells him, Groot, kill him! Kill them all, and they just pull out guns and start fucking fighting. That shit was sick. Like, uh, yeah, the uh, the near death experience that Rocket has, uh, yeah. in the in the little. It's like, can I can I fly with you? And like, yeah, but not yet. Of course you can. And like that shit, that shit hit, man. That shit hit. There's a lot of good emotional moments in this movie dude like i said mm -hmm. earlier like it's just very um yeah there's a lot a lot of that shit hits like like really really mad i don't know who was cutting onions in my theater man but there was a couple mm -hmm. moments where i was like i guess dude stop like stop it man what are we stop doing? it i'm here to watch <laughs> some space shit not not fucking feel feels brother <laughs> i think that's a good thing that they do in this movie is they they're able to like, here's emotion, here's funny, here's action, and it all fits in sequence, and it doesn't ever feel yeah. weird that it's all together. You know, some it things will do that, weird, and it like fucking it does weird. This, they knew how to do it in this movie, and they didn't know how to do it in Love and Thunder again. Yeah, you're exactly right. Like, it's just, I, I hate to keep bringing that movie up, but it's easy when it's in the same universe, and it's also a sequel to another movie that, that was similar and, and did well, you know, so... It's like yeah. you, have, you have the two sides here. Like, here's one how not to do it, and here's one how to do it. Yeah. And I feel like in this movie, they did it really well. They had yeah, the no, balance. No really screaming well. goats in this movie, thank Christ. No. And it's no, fine as a soundtrack was The soundtrack was good and diverse, and it wasn't fucking Guns N' Roses every, every single song. As a Guns... Okay, this is going to turn into Hayden on Love and Thunder for a minute. As a Guns N' Roses <laughs> fan, they used that music way too much in that fucking movie. All right, and I say that as yeah. somebody that likes GNR. Okay, so let's talk about something else now. We haven't really gotten into the Rocket backstory, but let's talk about that for a minute because yeah, that is a huge part of the movie, and we kind of get like we get flashbacks throughout the movie, and and we get one like early on, right? We see like Baby Rocket and you know the High Evolutionary and the other animals that get you know messed up. Um, and you know, kind of experimented on. Um, so let's talk about that for a minute because we haven't yeah. really gotten into that yet. Let's talk about it. So, again, we kind of mentioned it a little bit before, kind of you know, pretty dark, pretty, pretty dark for uh, oh man. For, for this kind of movie, um, not just literally, yeah, not just not just literally in terms of lighting, but like this, this is pretty dark, man, for like a PG thirteen film. Mm -hmm. Um, it's it's they, body horror stuff, but with animals, yeah, like yeah, like literally, like they get like limbs and like you know pieces and bits like attached and detached, and it's kind of you know a horrifying as well. It's, it's yeah, like, I mean, the, for real. The characters themselves are sweet, right? Like they're 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 not evil monsters or anything. Well, I don't know that fucking pig. That's not in the flashback though. The fucking oh, uh, 
It was like the ones, yeah, yeah, the 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 the, the like giant pig dude or yeah, pig lady. That, yeah, that shit was kind of scary. That was a little horrifying, but uh, but like the characters in the flashbacks aren't like that. Like they're they're body horror. Like things have been done to them, but they're all like nice and and sweet to each other, right? Just when when poor Rocky gets put back in the cage after he's had his brain surgery and he can finally talk and all he can say is hurts. Like that make me sad, man. Poor little raccoon. Yeah, that all of that was uh was nuts, dude. Um with Lila, Teefs, and Flora, right? Those are the names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, like, just going back to it every once in a while, and then, like, I wasn't sure what they were going to do with those characters in the flashbacks, but, man, it is, uh, it it, it was, it was very emotional, and, 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 uh, that should, yeah, it was, it was, it was hard, dude. It was, it was kind of heartbreaking seeing those that that little rocket, you know, the raccoon and and all the animals and like even like out of the flashbacks, like when the uh, the uh, like ship is going down and they're like evacuating all the animals and the the kids and stuff, and you just see like rocket fucking. Uh, like going back to fight the you know the, the pens babies. where they had them yeah. on and then the baby raccoons and stuff like when he finally accepts like, Damn. I am Rocket Raccoon right? yeah like because like, because throughout these the whole movies he's like I'm not a fucking raccoon and then finally he's like I'm Rocket Raccoon yeah I was uh yeah so it, it's it's emotional stuff man and uh, I think they did a fantastic job with those scenes even though they were like fucked up and. And like yeah, when like you said, when they're experimenting on 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 young Rocket, and you see the kind of the sad raccoon eyes and shit, you're like, damn, they really mm-hmm. did this in a fucking Marvel movie. And on top of that, like Rocket's smart. Like they're trying to figure out why he's so yeah. fucking smart. Like he's able to solve problems that the even the the high evolutionary and his team of fucking super geniuses or whatever the fuck aren't able to like solve right like he's like when we make when we make these people the out of these creatures they become crazy monsters and rocket immediately comes up with like a solution that works for them so like because he's so smart katie's doing a raid hi katie we're spoiling guardians right now please if if you're joining us from the raid if you haven't seen guardians appreciate you uh but uh, we don't want to spoil it for you yeah, we're talking <laughs> Guardians three. So uh, yeah. if you've seen it, you know, be be uh, stick around. If not, definitely be careful because we are talking spoilers. Yeah, guys. But welcome if in, guys. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate. If it. you were in our channel, make sure to go follow Katie. Right here, I'll give her a, a shout out in the chat. All good, Katie. How did the rest of the the Survivor go? No, you're fine, Katie. We'll give a minute break just in case anybody wants to leave, so we don't spoil them. That's all. What part did you, Katie? You you have to you have to in your Discord. Tell me what happened. I'll look in there. Also, I left you a surprise in your Discord too. Check that out real quick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll talk later. Um, 
yeah so yeah guardians uh yeah we liked it Fucking, by the way the movie isn't, we like isn't, it. <laughs> isn't it isn't it crazy how they make you feel for these cg created fucking animals like like damn that is that's nuts dude like a a raccoon uh what is it a uh i'm trying to remember what some of the other ones were uh, a rabbit, right? With teeth, floor, was floor, floor was the, was the rabbit. rabbit. Right? Teeth was like a walrus, and Lila's an otter. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it was. I remember, I remember Lila, but I, I was trying to remember the other two. Okay, yeah. So that's crazy how they make you feel for a CG raccoon, otter, rabbit, and walrus. Dude. Right, like, like when like I, they had plans to go do stuff and then visit, see the real world, and they gave each other names and. That, yeah, it's, it's 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 sad, dude. It's sad. It's some sad Listen, shit. Another thing I wanted to bring up. I know we're in Rocket's flashbacks and stuff right now, but I think it's a good time to bring it up. Which is the CG in this movie is fantastic. Like I'm, oh yeah, like in some of the in some of the previous movies, even in in Wakanda Forever, and, and definitely some of those other ones. It's like I could tell, like this is just CG, right? Like I can very easily tell, like this is not practical in any way i could tell they were in front of a blue screen or a green screen for this thing that's going on um but funny enough in guardians even though i know it's in space even though i know i'm looking at a cg raccoon and cg you know characters like it looks real though like they're actually able to they do it really well in this one like Whereas in some of those others looked pretty noticeable at times so that's the thing i wanted to bring up was the uh, to praise them for getting the CG work time to cook and, and complete because uh, I know in some of those other things they rush shit out which is why it kind of like looks bad and are cheap and are notoriously horrible at times yeah. with the CG uh, animators and stuff so um, but yeah like you you feel bad for these animals that, that like I was trying to think of what it, it, it kind of makes me think of the, the aisle of Dr. Moreau almost, you know, with animals and, and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, they, they, I, I actually agree with you on that. I don't think there was ever a moment in this movie as I watch again, we've, I've only seen it one time and it was a couple of weeks ago already, but I don't think there was a, a moment in this movie where I was like, man, the CG looks bad. Like, I never thought that at all throughout this yeah. movie. So, whereas I, I thought that a lot with Quantum of Mania at times, Quantum Mania at times. Blah. Um, what are some um, other things that kind of stand out or stick out to you in this movie? Um, I'm just trying to think. I'm looking through a synopsis of the movie just so I can remind myself of some of the things that happened. I didn't really uh, mention this, but I thought it was cool that we kind of got to see the progression of nowhere. Like, yeah, 
you know, over the course of the movies and like now when we, we, we got to see, we got to see it again in the holiday special, which if you guys I'm haven't actually seen glad it, it's in that. I feel like you should watch the holiday special before you watch this movie. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, they mention in this movie that, uh, Mantis and, uh, Peter are, are siblings. And if you didn't watch the holiday special, you wouldn't know that. Cause that was a reveal in the holiday special. Yeah. They kind of like you're my sister. Like it's like literally one line in yeah, there. Yeah, it's like or it's, it's like, like it's like really quick. So if like you know, you'd be like, like, "What huh? the hell? Wait, what?" Yeah. yeah, it'd it'd be kind of like watching Mando season three without watching Book of Boba. <laughs> you'd be kind of oh, yeah. lost. I mean, yeah, you you don't want you don't want to do that. I feel like yeah. people are are like smart enough now to like watch most things. If you're watching Star Wars or Marvel or stuff that's in a connected universe, like you're you're gonna watch most everything, I feel like. Cause if you don't, then you'll you will be lost behind. Like that's oh. just how it is, you know? Here's a question for you, DT. How sure. do you feel oh. about them not killing the high evolutionary? Because they don't kill him. He could in theory still be alive. Um that, that actually is a solid question because usually in the MCU, that's kind of what they do, right? They like, kind of mm-hmm. kill off most characters or most villains, rather. Um, I don't know. That's interesting. I feel like if they were, like, I don't know where they would, like, what they would do with him after this, you know? Right. Like, where would they, what, like, what would they, what would you, like, if you were to bring him back, what would you bring him back to do? Like, I feel like he kind of, I don't know exactly. I, I, I feel like he kind of served his purpose already. I don't think we need him back. I don't think he needs to necessarily be a villain. What if they what if they face turned him? What if they had him I do mean, a redemption story? Like Rocket spares his spares his life. Like that's the big thing for Rocket. Like Rocket's yeah. gonna kill him and then he not and Drax asks him why and he's like, because I'm a freaking guardian of the galaxy. Like and I'm not necessarily being like they could bring him back for the character. I think you bring him back because the actor's so good. More than anything, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, if they wanted to go that route, I could totally see them doing like trying to do like a maybe try to do a redemption story with that character if they wanted to. Um, uh, I'm glad they don't kill him because we had this discussion in a Star Wars thing one time, and it's like, man, death is so final and death is so fucking boring. I hate it when they kill off characters sometimes. Like life is so full of possibilities for storytellings and redemption, you know, and, and expanding on that stuff, especially with darker characters. Like if you ever play any of my D and D games, you kind of will understand this. Um, that isn't to say like you should let every character live. No, I'm like kill off some, like obviously, but they let this one live, and I'm kind of glad they let him live because. I could totally see them doing like a redemption story with that character if they if they wanted to, you know. It'd be yeah. hard, you know, but they they could bring him back. They might just yeah. bring him back to kill him in a sequel in the opening credits, you know, in the opening sequence of a movie too, you know. Maybe like I like yeah, I I don't think we need him back, but I think it like for the character and like like the the journey that we were on with the, with with Rocket and everything, I think it makes sense. Like he's like, you know what? I'm not gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. So for I that think Marvel reason, makes I a like mistake. It. I think they kill too many fucking villains. I think they've done it. They so they've much. Done that, they've done that a lot. <laughs> they do that a lot over their over their history. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you know we've said this before, but 
you know, Marvel is more about the heroes than the villains, you know, but mm-hmm. I feel like, and like, to be fair to the Marvel, they haven't done this every time, but they've done it more often than not is what we're saying. Yeah. Like, you know, I like the, I like the fact that they didn't kill off Abomination because then we got him in She-Hulk, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it works out in situations like that, you know? And then like, you know, fucking Red Skull and they brought him back in the uh, event, you know, Infinity War and Endgame and stuff too. So there's examples of, of when they do bring people back, but, and then obviously, you know, if you watch Quantum Mania, you know what they do with the character there, but then, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. The actor is good. Um, I just, I just don't know what you would kind of bring him back for. I think, I think what he did and what they had him for in this movie, he served his purpose. Um, and I don't necessarily think we need to bring him back, but yeah, I, I do think it's good that they kept him alive because, you know, for story reasons and for the character reasons, I think it's, it's a good, it's a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No. Let's see. Did you have a favorite cameo? Was it was it the uh, Nathan Fillion one or was it another one? I guess probably Nathan Fillion. I like Nathan Fillion a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know which one mine is. There's a lot of good ones. Like, oh shit, we, we you know who we haven't mentioned yet is fucking uh, <laughs> uh, Howard, Howard. They brought back Howard the Duck, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Howard the Duck. Yeah, playing playing poker cards and cheating. I think by the way. It looked like, mm. if you look at his hand, I think, uh, I think he's cheating at cards. Um, I'd have to look at it again. It's been a while. But I think he was cheating. Um, yeah. I, to be honest with you, I wasn't really focused on cameos. I was so sucked in by just the main cast. You know? I gotcha. I was kind of yeah. I I think part, I think maybe like the movie, on I was a, on like, a, who's gonna die? No, you know, like <laughs> part of the on like a second watch through, you'll probably more. I'd probably more, get more into yeah, it, yeah. yeah. With that other parts, yeah. Humans only live to fifty. What's the point of even being bored? <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. I felt that inside. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know if I have much more to say, DT. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I can't really think of... I, I mean, we kind of pretty much said already what we have to say. I mean, we like the movie. We like, I like the soundtrack. I like the emotional, more personal story this time around compared to some of, like, maybe the more bigger, bombastic stories they, they've gotten. Um, I like the Rocket backstory with, you know, the like I said, with the... Uh, um, with his friends and... Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm really curious where they take the guardians from here. You know, obviously with uh. Oh. Uh. What should call it? Um. With the future of the guardians and Star Lord and all that, but you, what are you gonna say? Uh, how do you feel about group us actually being able to understand group at the end? Okay, so so I feel like that wasn't actually him saying that. I feel like that was more of like this is the last movie we're getting with these guys. 
So like this is what he he's saying. Obviously, like mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is if we were able to understand Groot's language, that's what it would be. But I feel yeah. like what he actually said was I am Groot. Like he always says. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's that's, that's kind of how I thought. That's kind of how I interpreted it. But um I thought it was cool, yeah. you know. He's not like actually Vin- talking. He's saying yeah. I am Groot. And we just that's we just like, understand it because we're we, part we of the Guardians it. now at that point, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of how I, uh, I exact how I same thought process that. I have too as well. I thought that's so Cause, cool. Because I know there was people that was confused about that, but I'm like, I mean, come on guys. If you've seen the other movies, like Yeah. You know everything about this character. He doesn't suddenly speak English at any point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 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 come on, guys. He's he's speaking Groot. Yeah. Speaking hey. Groot, but we actually, you know, for for I a moment like, because we're all part of the team, we kind of get the. I feel like they even explain it says. during the course of the movie with the other Gamora not being able to understand him until she's around him a bit and then she can understand. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I recall that, yeah. Like at the end. Uh, thanks for the biddies. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's all I have, DT. I just remembered that, and I wanted to be like, let's, we should mention this at the end of this movie, so. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. Um, yeah, I just, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, we have, I think for the most part, we're pretty positive on it. I don't think there's a whole lot of. Yeah. Uh, negatives. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I think this is one of the better, more recent movies as well. I, I liked it more than Quantum Mania. Uh, I liked it more than Love and Thunder. I don't know if I like it more than Wakanda Forever because I really like that one, but this one was still pretty good too. Um, I have to, I have to watch this one again before I can make that call on Wakanda I Forever do, or not. I do, I do need to, uh, I do need to watch, I do, do want to watch it again though because. Like I said earlier, we won't. We both watched it when it came out opening weekend, and that was a couple of weeks ago now. So uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely. I think it would be interesting to re, you know on a rewatch see how we feel about it. But overall, I think we're pretty positive on it for the most part. Um, where would you rank it in terms of like the movies? Damn it! For I was me, gonna ask you that. <laughs> well, because for me, I, I I gotta rewatch it again, but I think I still have number one at first place because I really I just I really like that first one, man. I just I thought it was fantastic way to set everything up and introduce everything. And I just, I like that one a lot. So I think one is still one for me. Then I'll probably put three and then I have two at the end. Um, And that's, that's just me now. Like, you know, right now, like I, I feel like someday I, w- I want to rewatch all three of them and see yeah. how I feel about them afterwards. But as of right now, if you're asking me today, right now, at this very moment, how do I feel about them? I would say one, one, or one is one, three is two, and then two is third last. So that's kind of how I would rank. I, I think I have the same ranking as you. I have to watch it again. Um, what? Uh, I'm not going to say put a number on it, but in Marvel as a whole, top, lower, like top 15, lower 15. I would say, th- you know, I would say this is like, in the upper half, I, I'm. I would say like. I don't want to say. Oh man, I, it's tough because there's a lot of good Marvel I know, movies. And it's a, hard. And 
I would say it's in the upper half, though. I'll leave it at that. I don't want to get too much I, I more into detail, I'll but put I'll put it in the upper half. Too. I'm the same. Yeah. All right. Okay, DT. I think that's going to do our first show, unless you have anything else, brother. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Oh, uh, not really. I mean, we have, we, you know, it's our four year anniversary, so that's. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I guess we, you know, we're not really going to get into that because this is more of a guardians one but i guess we just mentioned it it's our four uh you know podcast anniversary it, it was our it was our four year anniversary this this past uh you know on the 19th which is a, a you know a few days ago on friday um so that's cool we're gonna you know be back next week um i think we have another retro rewind and i believe it's josh's choice so we'll oh, see what shit. that's gonna be uh, we'll see what that is, and then we'll uh, we'll check that out and and talk about it, and uh, yeah. Oh, we, it sure we, is, we, isn't it? <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. We we have we do the retro rewinds at the end of every month now, so that is that is uh, what we're doing. So I guess it is that. time again, huh? And then, uh, yep, because we're at the end of the month, because we're heading into June, and then after that, we'll pro- I think we'll be doing an episode on Tail Lasso, so that'll be that'll be fun. And then yeah. you know, once once we get into June, we'll have all the you know summer game fest and PC gaming show and all that good stuff. So yeah, that'll 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 be that. So yeah, I guess if we're ready to you yeah. know be like the Autobots and transform and roll out, Josh, and let's go ahead and do it. I guess I'm gonna throw you on the main screen, brother. You're up. Thank you guys for watching and hanging out and, and all that good stuff. Thank you. Uh, it was another good episode of the podcast. Uh, I enjoyed talking guardians is a good movie and shout out to all the actors and actresses and, and people involved. It was, it was a good one. Uh, and James Gunn as well for, for, you know, all the, cause they all, they all worked on his movie for 10 years, right? So 10 years of like, Three movies and, and oh actually more movies than that with the Avengers ones. But anyway. Uh they were on the point is they were on this, these movies and these characters for a long time. So it's good to give them a break and you know, all that good stuff. Um coming up for me, I'm gonna be my schedule's kinda weird this week because um I'm gonna be playing some Final Fantasy tomorrow. Wednesday's kinda be kinda gonna be a weird one where like I'm gonna start off playing something, and then for like maybe uh, I don't know how long, probably not very long. We'll probably play some for a little bit. Then we have the PlayStation Showcase, and then um, Thursday I'll probably do more Final Fantasy. Friday I'm we're gonna do Starship Troopers, so it's kind of gonna be like Final Fantasy Seven with a mix of other things here and there. PlayStation Showcase, Starship Troopers, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Follow me on all the things. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, let me know what you guys thought of Guardians. Uh, let me know what you guys uh, would want to see on, you know, on the podcast. It's a four, it's a, like I said, it's a four-year four year anniversary. So let me know if there's people you want to see on or, you know, things maybe you want us to do episodes on or anything like that let us know you know because we didn't really get to talk about that like we did in other anniversary episodes but kind of had the bunch two of them today together um but it is what it is uh so yeah just let me know what do you guys how do you guys feel about uh you know 
what we should talk about eventually or what you know, we should bring on as a guest or anything show you know the podcast uh, kind of uh you know that has to do with it let us know on all the social stuffs and then uh yeah we'll see you guys next week uh for the next one or or you know next time and uh you know have a good one thanks for watching thanks for listening uh, i'll see you later guys bye peace out all right guys uh thank you for checking out the show uh sorry it was a little bit late getting started but we we we've made it through 160 episodes over four years so uh, i'm sorry we didn't really get to talk about the anniversary too much uh, like we have previously as well um but i i do have some stuff i gotta do unfortunately um uh Thank you, everybody, for stopping by and watching. Coming up for me, I want to stream this week. I want to stream Horizon. We haven't started it on stream yet. Hopefully, I can start that up maybe tomorrow. Uh, so come by tomorrow and see. Uh, probably, I don't know, 3, 4 p.m. maybe. Maybe earlier. We'll, we'll see if I get up early enough. Because um, I need to knock that out because I have a whole list of games I have to play. And there's games coming out and things are a mess. So that's Terms of Streaming Friday, Starship Troopers with DT. Um, uh, I'm a dice maker. Make sure to check me out. Etsy.com, 902 Dice Creations. Instagram, Etsy. Uh, check out the YouTube. All the info is on the side over there. Down there. Over there. Follow all that stuff. If you want to keep up with what we're up to. Blasters and Bandits is usually on Saturdays at 5 p.m. On the Heroes and Fables Twitch channel, the other Twitch channel I run. Make sure to go follow that. Um, yeah, that's going to do it. Thanks for watching out. Thanks for everybody that's been uh, stopping by the past four years. And we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Take it easy. Stick around. We'll find somebody to pass a raid on to. But the recording will end right now.